and we are live we are live we are live um sabah everybody sabah everybody welcome back to the chat um <laughs> okay i'm actually apparently the last guy to show up to the party because everybody was already in there um everybody's in davin davis is in there greg is in there maz is in there uh chemi's in there lani as well uh oh lani watching it on replay um uh aditya is in the comment uh oh wow <laughs> everybody else is in there uh davin of course uh just kicking it hanging out with the with everybody and oh man el josa hey man how are you how are you cool <laughs> sabaho everybody um welcome back welcome back to another episode of saturday morning with tech um episode 54 happens to be coincidentally obviously i didn't plan it it just happened about you know a long time ago uh, that it lands on the same day as my birthday. So it's actually a very nice little thing for us to kind of set together and, and chit chat and talk. Um, obviously, this is a, a live show that I'm going to be running by myself. This is, uh, <laughs> let me double check here. I'm trying to figure out some mechanics. I'm, um, we'll, we'll recap. So here, again. so this one looks good. And da, da, da. let me do this here. And then I'm going to just keep that person there. Okay. So with that being said, um, I do want to say thank you very much to everybody for jumping in and, of course, helping me celebrate my birthday. Um, <laughs> I will say this. I am really old. Uh, I Apparently, I, I'm not sure if I'm close enough or I'm around the same age as Sam. So I'm about 45. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, you're only as, as you're only as old as you feel. And I don't feel that old. I feel like I'm a kid at heart that loves to play with new toys and new gadgets and so on. So it's always going to be appreciated having um, a lot of friends like you guys hanging out with me on Saturday and kicking it with me on my birthday um, on another episode. It is Saturday, January 16th, 2020 and 21, 21, 21, 21, 21. I got to make sure to get the year right. Um, cause if it's 2020, I'm actually getting younger. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, I'll, uh, I'll say, I'll say that, that it, it will be a little bit interesting. Um, I'll start off by saying, uh, again, thank you everybody for, um, joining the chat, everybody to hang out with me here, uh, kicking it with me as usual. we always, um, we always get a chance to kind of recoup and uh, recapture the end of the week. Um, and for me, uh, you know, I see Marilyn's in there. Happy birthday. Thank you. I was like, happy birthday, Marilyn. No, sorry. Let's <laughs> say, um, and I, I, um, I, I will say thank you to everybody. Um, uh, thank you for the super chat, but thank you mostly for hanging out. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, the, the ability for us or the, the chance for us to kind of hang out and talk and, and kind of re, you know, capture what's going on, what happened, the major events recapping at, you know, uh, CES 2021. Um, and this is more of obviously just our way of kind of, uh, you know, putting it together. Hey, <laughs> I wondered. Uh, what's your ethnicity? You speak uh, a lot of languages. So Toto's asking an interesting question. So yes, um, ethnically, I'm Arabic. So I was born in Lebanon, uh, if you don't, if you were not aware. Um, TK, by the way, is short for Tariq. So it's just TK is easier to remember. Uh, so I was born in Lebanon and I speak Arabic, French, and English fluently. And then of course I speak slightly a few other additional languages, not as fluently, but I understand them a lot more. Uh, Spanish and German uh, being those. And uh, I always love to learn more languages, but that's just how I am. Uh, <laughs> but I've been here long enough that I apparently do not have an accent. And if I do, and if you pick up on it, let me know. 
uh, I do I do want to say thank you first and foremost, of course, to um, all of the guys, all, all everybody. Uh, so of course, thanks to Matt Tyler for with the super chat kicking it off on a uh, you know at work, stopping by uh, you know just to support, say hey, uh, definitely. And uh, Monday night, you and I definitely war zone. We're gonna make this happen. Scheduling has been crazy the last couple of weeks, and I've been saying that for a while. But uh, Matt and I will definitely get some games. And uh, apparently, my uh, Chromecast decided to restart, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, El Josa, of course. Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy, appreciate. So I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah, uh, I tried to put that in the in the uh, in the cover. So here, this is the happy birthday. Uh, the fan decided obviously to get me some nice uh, oh balloons. It's it's a birthday thing. We're gonna celebrate. Um, we're gonna go have some nice lunch and everything. Well, pick up some nice lunch. We can't go anywhere, but we can pick up some stuff. Uh, and of course, Aditya, as usual, thank you very much. Rounded it off with the happy birthday celebration and wishes. Uh, <laughs> I want to say thank you always, always to everybody. Uh, I hope you're doing well. I, I hope you guys had a great week. Oh, one more. Yay. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, okay. Well, thank you very much, Greg. I appreciate it. And, um, and also great job on, you know, progressing the, the progress on making videos and, uh, you know, live streaming, uh, updating and roaming your, your devices. Um, I do want to mention that, uh, so for the French situation, uh, here, uh, I'm saying, uh, tu devrais faire un vidéo en français. Uh, they want me to, what well, he was, they're asking me to see if I should do a video in French. Uh, I, I would be interested to try it out. I'm not sure if the English channel will appreciate it. Uh, and, but merci beaucoup. Uh, I appreciate, uh, of course, the idea there. Um, Tim, of course, with the happy birthdays, I am just, wow. Okay. <laughs> everybody, uh, Rolando is, is in the chat as well. Uh, and everybody's in, wow. Everybody, Chemi, uh, Maz, uh, of course, Maz B's in there, <laughs> everybody else. And, uh, Matt with another kicker, dude, I appreciate it. Thank you very having <laughs> Dude, I'm going to have a, a couple of drinks with that one. Uh, it is a diet Coke and, and probably another diet Coke. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, you know, uh, no, <laughs> I see it. Um, hey, Jao from uh, from Portugal is in the in the chat. Hey, man, everybody's in there, dude. Everybody's like, this is crazy. <laughs> um, I it's a great way to start a stream, it's a great way to start a stream, and it's a great way to get somebody. Um, I would say probably a little bit flustered, <laughs> and I'm and I say that with a uh, with an admiration, of course, to all of your dedication and everything that you guys have done. Um, but what I, what I wanted to do today, what I wanted to kind of do, just kind of do on top of the celebration, I wanted to kind of recoup some of the things. Um, if you probably caught it, or if you haven't, uh, Juan and I had a, had a live stream as usual, our typical best of the week on Thursday night, and we had a lot to talk. There was a lot of things covered in that chat, um, and it was actually very much a very on the point, and I felt like a lot of emotions kind of came on there and. It was straight to, I would say, um, like opinions of like fresh news that was announced early Thursday. So if you were obviously paying attention there, uh, I hope Matt is feeling better. Um, Greg is uh, double checking there. Good evening. Good morning, people. Joe. Oh, that's right. Joe, late in the afternoon. Joe's in the chat as well. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now, he's like, now I want to do a French joke. Uh, if you remember last week, I said, so you should be able to know exactly what that means. Um, and there's another one that I actually learned when I was a kid. Um, and unfortunately, this is going to sound weird to everybody, but it's if anybody is listening to this speaks Arabic, please comment later on, obviously, when you watch the show. Um, hmm? I will have to see. Uh, so, but with that being said, 
um, I am actually uh, going to uh, just double check real quick. Um, and I'm actually going to try to do a quick um, mobile test. Okay, so I'm going to basically just shift over to try to do a quick mobile test with uh, to try to see how this live stream would work if we were actually able to go mobile, meaning outdoors. Um, and I may have a little bit of a surprise. Uh, <laughs> see, he got it. He got it. Un verre vert dans un verre vert, mon ami la Mila. Uh, okay, so we got somebody who got the joke. Okay, so the Arabic one, somebody got it. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> French jokes are harder. Uh, let me go ahead and see what we could do here. Uh, I'm going to try. So you guys are going to see me twice now. So let's. Nope, not this one. Hey, hey we're, we're back, back in the, in the chat. chat. So oh. let me do this. I'm going to remove myself from this stream. And let's see if we can do this correctly. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Is the audio still coming in? I hope. Hello, hello. Anybody? Anybody can, uh, if anybody can just comment in there just saying, we hear you twice. Oh, okay. I will disable the audio on the other one. I didn't think it was going to keep it. So let's see how this one works. I want to see how this works with the phone. And we're out. We're walking around. And let's see. I want to get you guys outdoors and I want to see if we can do a quick chat. So that we're walking out. And look at that. Somebody just jumped in. Hold on. Let me see. Let me get some good lighting. And here. Yes. I hope you guys can still see me. Uh, I'm actually standing slightly in the shade here, front-facing camera experience. Uh, let me see here. Well, how is that you? I, I, are you able to? Can, can can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hmm. This is this is this is interesting. Like, uh, you were walking outside just as I was running a test on trying to do something. It's just so strange that it lined up like this so perfectly. I I could not have planned this any better if I was planning this any better. A crazy coincidence. Uh, <laughs> hmm. A coincidence, my friend, a coincidence. <laughs> uh, I want to say uh, good morning, Sabah. Oh, how are you, man? I'm doing all right. Trying to trying to kick it on this Saturday. I'm, I'm wrapping up some work and trying to edit some video and just thought I'd get a little fresh air. Just, uh, I, you know, get a little vitamin D. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad that you are because I'm actually trying to test out uh, using a, kind of like an external portable device system to mm -hmm. try to bring the live stream with me when I travel. That's one of my For biggest sure. things. I've, I've had these concerns, but um, I sound good. Connection seems to be good so far, I think. Yeah, sounding, sounding pretty good, man. Uh, no, no complaints on this side. Um, I, I love it how Sean's like, you guys are really bad actors. Yes, yes, I, 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 will, I, will, I will gladly accept the award for bad actor. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't have picked the worst day because the sun is exactly pointing at me. So if I stand anywhere in the sun, I can't see Woo. what's going on on the spot. Yeah, it's like way, yeah. like, whoa, kind of like. So I'm standing in the shit in the shadow of a tree. Uh, it, a long time ago, I actually constructed this terrible, like, uh, black cardboard Velcro apparatus so I could have, like, like a hood over my oh, phone yeah. when I wanted to shoot. That, and, like, I might need that, to get back to that. That would actually be very beneficial. Uh, let me see if I can jump in here. Hold on. Let me just stand in a little bit more of a... It's also quite windy where I am. So here, let me see. Yeah, same here. Uh... Ooh, I should yeah, take an same. allergy pill today. It's definitely kicking up. Okay, so this is a little bit better. And um, <laughs> so I want to say first and foremost, thank you for jumping in. I wanted to test yeah, it out, sure. see how 
we're able to do obviously collaboration while on mobile, um, you know, hanging out with you a little bit and we'll obviously take it a little bit more. Um, you're doing okay. End of the week. Good for you so far. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we talked about it a bit on our podcast, uh, on Thursday. It's just like wrapping up all the CES stuff while I still felt like I had all of the normal tech reviewery things to do was, uh, was quite a bit, but, and, and same for you is, is your family doing well with actually the question is, did your family enjoy having you at home for CES week or were they like, Hmm, this is usually when we get a break from dad. (laughs) <laughs> so typically what happens is um, I actually try to bring them with me uh, within mm-hmm. at least the last few years. I bought them with me to Vegas. So this was not only a very weird CES, meaning that I was mm-hmm. home, but the fact that is I'm actually getting to celebrate birthday here. Typically, I'm oh, actually yeah. on my way back. So it's a That's very right. different experience. Um Glad that we're still able to do some work. And again, I'm really happy that you're able to jump in. I didn't want to take too much of your time. I, I did yeah. ask for uh, for for a quick cameo from the hashtag <laughs> LG Chill guy. And if I'm not mistaken here, let me see if I can select this. And it does work. Um, you know, DTA, of course, jumping in. To see, that's a cool thing. All of this is is very mobile, which is very functional. That's one thing I love about StreamYard. Very, very mobile, very easy to use. Uh, but thank yeah, you, DTA. It, it, is, it is kind of fun going through a browser you know, it's not mm-hmm. like yet another app I need to install. It's just like my pocket computer has a browser and I can use the browser to do all the browser things that I would normally do. Pocket computer. Perfect terming. That is right? what it is. It's a pocket computer. We're connected. We're able to do it. And again, it just, it's one of those really cool things. So I really appreciate For it. For sure. Yeah, uh, definitely, man. Well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and bounce. Um, I, I believe there was a request it, from my daughter to go grab some bagels. So I think we're going to go on the hunt because we don't know where a good bagel shop is in our neck of the woods. And, I, I would uh, give you a recommendation, but it's a drive. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, we, we might need to like hike to like an old spot that we used to go to. But have a good show, man. And uh, I'll, I'll, appreciate I'll keep, it. keep your live stream on just in the background. I'll be lurking. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Take it easy. Bye bye. Okay, so that was purely a test. Uh, like I said, I mean, it was mostly a test because I wanted to see how it worked. I wanted to see how the audio, how the video worked, and all of the different functions that we get to do to use. Um, but yes, uh, overall, very nice. Seems like it's a success. The house, um, front, you know, experience, mobile, everybody in there, and uh, <laughs> Juan has to go back with the family. And now I have to go back to the stream. So. Give me a second, let me switch back to my normal thing. And as you can see, classes now, the whole look kind of going on. Very, very nice. So let's go ahead and first turn on the microphone. I am gonna step away, but the street. And I'm back, I'm back. I came back from a long, long vacation in the backyard. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, oh, sorry, I forgot to, to turn off the thing here. Cause I think you have to exit from the uh, actual device itself. So let me just go ahead and jump. Oop, no, no, no. That's not what I want to do. Here we are. Okay. That's what I want to do. Okay. So we are back to <laughs> Tela. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. I appreciate it, Davin. Um, it was, it was purely more of a, I talked to you guys about it last week. I wanted to see how it worked. Um, I wanted to see basically how the, um, the connection would work <laughs> and a wild one this it was a wild sighting uh, it was a hashtag wild Juan sighting on a saturday morning with tech um, but i wanted to kind of just again i just wanted to see can i a 
jumping into a mobile from a from a situation like this, or maybe even go eat live from a mobile situation. Uh, but last but not least was also for me the ability of testing it live uh, with somebody else that is not physically here. So that was the intention. And it seemed like he was also very, very comfortable. Everything worked out pretty good. I hope you guys saw some nice, uh, <laughs> the wild wand disappears. Uh, uh, let me see. I thought the stream might not support the switching. So that was the trick for me. I was I was having a little bit of a hard time at the beginning of the stream when I wanted to switch over that whole switch between um, mobile and non-mobile because it offers the audio between the two. It seemed like that was a little bit of a hiccup. So the only thing that I needed to do is I needed to make sure to turn off my audio from the desktop experience here. So the mic that I have with us here and turn off the feed so that I'm able to jump out. Once I left out of it, everything was in the browser. So it was basically just, uh, it's no different than the way I'm using it on my desktop, uh, except just smaller since it's portable. Uh, and that was about the main difference between the two. Uh, but it seemed like it was okay. Uh, those polarizing lenses, man. Uh, yes. Um, it's one of the things that I always worry about, like whenever I'm doing, uh, whenever I'm setting up different devices or I'm testing them out, um, I typically like to go out to the backyard and take some pictures. But of course, the moment I step outside for more than maybe even a second, uh, these guys kind of tend to go darker. So as you see right now, they're darker. It's going to take a little bit for them to come back and they become, you know, obviously white uh, or transparent, I guess. They're not really white. Um, I jumped back for five minutes and Juan was just there. Exactly. <laughs> See, Matt, I, I was I was trying to see if it would work. Uh, it was it was perfect. Uh, I was still able to see him, see his feed. I was able to add him, remove him. Um, audio seemed to be actually really good, even though I was using Bluetooth. And just for reference, I don't know if you guys, um, I don't know if you like the audio or you felt like the audio was doing really nice. Uh, but these are the new um, Soundcore ones, the video that I pushed out yesterday, the Soundcore Air, uh, Liberty Air 2 Pros. Um, and they actually sound really good for audio isolation. I don't know if you guys could hear it um, when I was outside. Oops, and I just broke them. No, um, the, uh, there was actually construction going on uh, maybe, I would say maybe 30 or 40 feet away from me. So for me, when I'm listening to it without the headphones, I can hear the, like the, whatever, the lawnmower, the chainsaw, whatever they're using on that side. Um, and that part, I, I don't think when I was testing it out with the Liberty Air 2 Pros, it was actually giving any any interference. So it wasn't even picking it up. So it was doing a really good job of isolating the audio. Um, Toto's uh, saying is, I, I want a phone with an SD card support as well and a headphone jack and a flagship uh, with fairly stock Android uh, other than the Xperia phones. Uh, I can't really think of others. I, honestly, right now, the Xperia 1 Mark II uh, is pretty much hard to beat. I mean, the Xperia 5 Mark II is in the same boat, right? Because it's roughly the same thing when it comes to the features that you mentioned, you know, the headphone jack, the SD card. And actually, the I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Xperia 1 Mark, no, Xperia 5 Mark II features uh, either two SIM cards or a SIM and an SD option in the actual card where the Xperia 1 Mark II owes only an SD card and a SIM card. So that to me is also something very unique. Uh, a headphone jack that's functional for external audio also would, would, have, would have worked really nicely. I tried that when I was testing, um, trying to do it externally and doing other things, but it seemed like StreamYard didn't really want to work with it that well. So, um, And I also think something to do with the way uh, the Xperia 1 Mark II treats audio externally. I think it only works in Cinema Pro. I could be wrong, but I think it only works in Xperia in Cinema Pro. Um, but audio was good, so thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And it, even though it was outdoors, it was a little bit noisy in the environment. Uh, I didn't get a chance. To, I didn't hear it, but I'll play it back a little bit and I'll see how it goes. Um, got the notification yesterday for, for the video. We'll check it out over the stream. Audio was good, TK. There is some loss in video quality, but audio was uh, crisp. 
So that would be uh, to kind of talk about the audio, the video a little bit. Um, I, I was on the Wi-Fi, and as you can imagine, I left the, let's see, the optimal Wi-Fi environment, and that's what caused it for me to kind of be a little bit higher. Um, I would normal. I, so typically, what I would say is normally I would probably be on mobile data. I wouldn't be even on Wi-Fi, uh, but because the the signal in the house is not as strong as outdoors, I wouldn't have had a, a great signal acquisition here to start. So that was probably what it is. And I may have pushed it a little bit when I had to go stand by the tree. So that part, I don't think is a big issue. I think that could be easily fixed. Um, audio was pretty decent. And again, overall, I, I felt like I was still able to interact with you guys as well. Um, uh, can you say if the Motorola Edge uh, is a good phone to do uh, for 2021 for around 600 years? So if the, it's the drop on the price on the Motorola Edge from, uh, from last year, I think it's, it's a serious, my question would be basically say this: If you're comfortable first, is are you, if you're comfortable using a Motorola device, or if you're comfortable with their UI, I think the overall experience at 600 is much better than the original launching price, and I think it actually makes sense. Um, the processor and the horsepower it was intended to be basically the best of the best of what a Motorola had to release in 2020. So there's no reason that it wouldn't work per, uh, perfectly for you for whatever you need. Uh, I think at the end of the day, it's more so if you're comfortable with the UI and the way their customizations are done. It's pretty almost stock of an experience with a few modifications like the the chop and the, the double twist to be able to flip cameras and so on. So it's actually a pretty decent device. I, I hope you, if you are able to pick it up, that you would enjoy it definitely. Um, Sean's jumping in. The audio was good. Uh, uh, <laughs> desktop mic, yes. Uh, the uh, They have, I think if I'm not mistaken, nine mics, six, six or nine mics on this um, to give us the best experience for not only noise cancellation, but also the ability of getting great audio calls or phone calls. Um, and I did a couple of samples yesterday in the video where I recorded it. Um, so if you guys know, obviously, Samsung devices allow it see easily to record audio over Bluetooth in the pro mode camera. So I just recorded a couple of clips with it. Um, and I did a little bit of a switcheroo where I was recording with the camera. There's a few things if you guys check it out. Uh, I hope you guys let me know. Uh, thank you, <laughs> Josh. Uh, Josh Quinones is in the comments. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Always, always appreciate your support, man. Uh, uh, Gino's in there as well. Uh, <laughs> Rohan is in there as well. Hey, man, Joe. Oh, we, sorry, we saw uh, Joe Hickey. Um, I want the new uh, Liberty A2 Pros. Love my Liberty A2s, and they seem uh, like really nice. They are. Um, I'm I'm very much spoiled. I would probably say that I have the um, the uh, the Liberty Two Pros and the Liberty Air Two Pros. I feel like overall they both sound great. I think they're both great for audio, great for exercise, great for outdoors. Um, and I love the range that I'm able to use them because I what I ended up doing usually is I'll connect them to my phone. And as you saw that last little walk, but like typically I will leave them on my desk and I walk out of the office and I'm like listening to music or I'm on a phone call. I'll go into the kitchen. I'll go to the backyard and play with my son, something I'm, I have my ear and it still works and I don't have to carry my phone with me all the time. So that's also a very nice benefit, especially if you have to charge your device. And um, Matt, sometimes I use my phone uh, for uh Vimota uh, mic uh, with the Vino Vimota mic to do the show. I, I remember that was one of the other things. Um, I remember uh, that uh, Matt does that uh, quite a bit. Um, and I remember when there there was a little bit of a technical difficulty when there was an issue with the device. Uh, always said my audio was okay, so I think TK could do it easily. Um, it's always an interesting setup to try. I've I've done many things for mobile devices. I've edited videos, produced videos, uploaded videos, and done a lot of editing and work from them. But I haven't really done much live streaming from them, like actually using a, a portable a solution for live streaming. Because for the most part, this entire year, obviously up till now and obviously with the near future, 
we're not going anywhere, or at least for me, I'm not going to be in any position where I will need to live stream that I wouldn't be able to come back home and do the live stream from home. So that was really more of uh, testing it out, making sure I'm comfortable with the mechanic of switching that transition from desktop to mobile. That was the first time I'm actually done it live. Uh, I prior previously all I've done essentially is started up on uh, more of a mobile uh, rig, and then of course jumped in back into it. So I'll, I'll work a little bit more, and I hope uh, my goal is obviously I'm going to be putting a video about this at some point, trying to talk about mobile tech uh, and how to basically make your experience or um, you know like live streaming on the go. Maybe that's a better way to do it. That I think that would be a better way to to kind of title it. Um, uh, Akeem is uh, Salman saying this. Uh, it says, um, "What camera would you recommend to stream my uh, my church services? Uh, my budget is about a thousand dollars. So I think if if you're looking to stream your services right now, um, you need really. Uh, so I'm assuming you're trying to do it obviously from uh, your. Well, it's going to be a smartphone. Um, what I would probably say is, oh man, what's the better best way to for for cameras that work really well for live streaming? So first, I would probably say is depending on the service that you're going to go with. There is multiple services available. There's Streamyard. There's um, there's Streamlabs uh, that Streamlabs uses OBS, and then of course there's always OBS by itself if you're comfortable using it. If you're using a PC, if you're considering connecting a setup where you have a computer and a camera, then you're going to get the best crispest quality image. Um, and what I mean by that is using the camera as an external input into your smart, into your laptop, and of course, uh, broadcasting from there. That's going to be the best situation. If you're thinking about mobile smartphone, I think most of them in good lighting will perform well. It's always going to depend on the lighting. And as I was, I say this because even the best cameras, when you start live streaming, because live streaming uses, uh, it doesn't use the native camera application. So you lose some of those options that you are able to customize. It's not like you're in the camera and you hit video and you're streaming. You have to jump into the, you know, the, the streaming content uh, that you're looking in. So uh, make sure you have good lighting. And I think most smartphones, most mid-range to high-end smartphones should be able to do a decent job in good lighting. Um, from the audio standpoint, if you're able to uh, connect a microphone to it, that's going to be obviously the best situation. Um, all in all, I would say do this. Stream the video when the service is being done and then pros produce it, meaning try to capture better audio later on, maybe have a recorder closer to where the, uh, the choir or anybody else is in there that's talking that you can record the audio from them. And then later on, post produce it by putting the video and the good audio from that together. Uh, that fixes, I think, 90% of the way I would look at it. Um, but if you're trying to do it, everything right there on the on the go, um, then I would probably say get a decent Bluetooth microphone that connects to your smart uh, to your device, whichever the system is, and then stream it from there. But make sure it's always going to be important to have good lighting. Um, and as long as you have good lighting, everything else should be pretty good. Uh, most mid-range to high-end smartphones should be able to do it. And I say that because you need a good sensor. That's the, the main primary reason. It needs to have a decent sensor. Um, and generally, budget to low uh, to uh, budget or entry point devices typically don't go with the really good sensors on their devices. So that's just more of a direction there. Hopefully that helps. Um, Davin says, I may look into these uh, Liberty as, uh, as a change place. Uh, oh, for my E60s, uh, for the business, audio sounded very, really good, uh, TK, and uh, they don't seem to be obvious. No, uh, that was the other uh, one of the other things I liked about them. It's uh, the, uh, the profile is actually very understated. Like when you have them in, like seriously, with my face, it's it's hard to tell. It's like very nice. And obviously, if if, if you happen to be, uh, you know, if you have hair, it'll be fine even. I don't have it, but it's okay. <laughs> um, Sean's asking, uh, here, do you still do videos for XD? 
I do every once in a while. It's not a, it, it, I, I'm not a primary contributor. Let's just say that. Uh, I don't primarily contribute solely to the XDA channel. Uh, my primary focus has been, is is 90% here. Um, I would say like 95, 85 to 90% on my main channel. There's the Arabic channel, which um, unfortunately I did not get a chance to post any videos on this week, but the goal is to shoot uh, and produce content as well. So I, I still produce content for XDA. I think the last video was literally two weeks ago. I posted a video on, I had a limited edition access, or I had access to a limited edition OnePlus 8T, uh, the Cyberpunk 2077 video that I posted on the channel here as well. So that was actually a pretty nice video that I did. So I, I still do produce, yeah. And I think I may have a video probably in a couple more weeks. So I'll have one in January as well. Uh, but yeah, still produce, uh, just not the primary focus uh, as I used to in the, at one point in my in my YouTube career. Um, so yeah, uh, Ronaldo, Rolando saying is actually pretty decent. Yes, the Canon M50 is actually really nice. Uh, but here's the kicker with these: uh, with a Canon, with a, with a, with an SLR or a DSLR, you're going to need a computer. Uh, and I wasn't sure what you what your setup was going to be. If you truly want to be mobile and you want to live stream straight, then I think you know from a smartphone, that's where I was kind of approaching it. If you are able to use a laptop with a line in then yes, a, a decent camera like an M50 should be pretty good. Um, and of course, since you have the, you know, the lenses and so on, you, you have a lot more flexibility with the with the production. Uh, I would say the production value. That's the best way to, I would say to, to say it. Um, oh, Davin said, uh, Joe, uh, I'm pairing it with my iPhone. Uh, would it would it need to use the app? Uh, or would it be nice to use? So uh, the app, there's an app for both. Uh, iPhone and I, uh, Android and iOS. So um, depending on what you want, the app does a couple of things. It does fix or at least improves the listening quality if you if you go through the Hear ID option to customize the hearing. Uh, it doesn't really impact the microphones on the on the headphones. So, so if you just pair it to your iPhone and use them, it should still be the same thing. Uh, the differences or the preferences in the app are mostly to the listening side, not to the producing or the audio side of it. So that should be pretty decent. Um, Droid, oh yeah, so Droid, Droid Cam X uh, would also work as well. You could try to use that. I think um, Greg is using uh, his own setup. Is also using, uh, I think, it was it the Pixel Four XL, if I'm not mistaken, as his secondary camera on top of the webcam on the on the laptop. So you're able to use your smartphone with your PC uh, with your PCs. But again, the the um, that that takes it into the next level, right? If you're looking to getting a camera, a PC, I think would be definitely needed as an actual SLR. Uh, but there are other options as well. I love it. I love it how everybody's jumping in with different options. Yeah, there there absolutely is is, is a lot. Uh, it just seriously depends on the hardware that you're deciding to go with. Um, Akeem is uh, someone who's recommending a camcorder, uh, the Sony AX50. True fact. That's the B camera that I have here. The, the, uh, the AX53 is a great camera. Unfortunately, you do need to have a, a, a PC to run this because there's no, um, I mean, if you're recording it, it's going to be great. Uh, if you're just going to basically do actually straight live stream, connect it to your PC using an HDMI input and then stream from your PC. And then I think you're golden. I think it's really nice. And it does record in 4K, which is nice. Although, just as a heads up, it does not have... Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it doesn't do uh, line out via HDMI uh, on 4K. It records natively, but not um, external. So just keep that in mind. Uh, oh, so I do not want to use a smartphone. So I think the M50 or the AX53, pretty decent cameras, both. And both are under 1,000. Um, the AX53 has been serving me...
they did come up with i think the ax 50 the 43 or the 53 i forgot which is the successor and um surprisingly it didn't get as much uh, good reviews as the original one which is the reason why i never upgraded it it's my b camera it's the the overhead that works perfectly auto focuses on point it is pure sony goodness uh it, just as the uh, a7s3 that we are we're talking on right now this is my primary shooter here uh let me see here uh across the pond hey man sam is in the chat sam is in the chat welcome back welcome back everybody um i do need to i do need to mention something about the the, the so i posted a video uh, sorry, i sorry i posted a, a tweet and a uh, and a post on instagram yesterday um, and obviously, we want to talk a little bit also about the whole Galaxy or the Samsung Galaxy S21 uh, release and announcement and so on. Um, first and foremost, I would probably say this. I did not want to make it sound on, on our last live stream that I was basically just wanting to harp on what came out. Um, I'm an actual fan of what Samsung has been producing for quite some time. I've followed their their production ever since the original Galaxy, the Galaxy S, uh, you know, S6, S7. I've been to their events ever since the S7 events, so those are one of the things I've been following with them. And um, I typically do not. Um, I always felt like they they tried to give us the best bang for the buck. That was always my approach to it. On Wednesday, when we went through the information on Thursday, I think, uh, when the announcement was made and then we started to see some of the other content being put together, um, we started to see some of the things or some of the that new direction that Samsung is going with. Um, but the tweet and the, the post that I put on Instagram yesterday was really talking more about, and I don't know if you guys saw that, if you had a chance to check it out. Um, I've been enjoying, um, and if I'm not mistaken, right here. That's not far. I've been enjoying QHD 120 hertz on my Find X2 Pro since since last year right this display uh, is one of the better displays that we've seen in 2020 and it works great and it still is crispy and really nice in the beginning of 2021 um the direction that we saw with samsung this year is that they basically took the approach that they did with the note 20 line and they brought it over to the s20 line which means the s21 the s21 plus are not as good and are more of I, and I'm not saying it's a downgrade, but it's just not a lateral. It's not an upgrade. For me, it's almost like a, a different direction. You're almost like pivoting away from what you would typically do. Um, and what I saw with that is, I, and I wanted to share, because that was it's just literally in the moment. I know it happened early in that morning, but it was almost like I was like trying to figure out like why. And also to caveat that, I, it's going to sound ironic. I did actually purchase, um, or I don't have it yet, but it's coming, um, a, a new device from them, the S21. I, I do want to check it out. I I think as a content creator, and, and I think I hope you guys were also looking forward to seeing what my my thoughts are with that. Um, I, I wanted to basically share with you guys what my opinions are once I have the hardware. So the short thing is that video was really talking about more that that conversation is the I feel like I lost a few features with this. I lost a few, quite a few. And even with the Ultra, which I felt like, you know, if they did what they did with the Note, which essentially did is that the Note 20 did not get the higher resolution display. Okay. The Note 20 did not get the SD card. Okay. Uh, the, the Note 20, uh, you know, the Note 20 did not, you know, um, it has a different experience, which it did. It had the plastic bag, had the flat display. There was a different direction they were trying to go with. Um, and I felt like it was really more of a straight upsell to the L uh, Note 20 Ultra, which typically is what I normally would get. I feel like I do want to be able to check out what's the best of the best. The S21 Ultra didn't do that for me. The S21 Ultra felt like not only did it actually not give us everything that we had with the Note 20 Ultra or even the S20, I felt like there was some things that were um, changed about it that I didn't, that's why I was the whole, uh, the, I guess the precursor for it. Um, Losing the 45-watt charger, losing MST on, on the uh, on the uh, Samsung Pay option, losing the SD card, 
those are big things for me. Those are things that I normally, I would have expected not only to be there, but I was actually expecting more new features along the line of the Ultra. Um, and of course it was a slightly the smaller display, which I, to me is not a big issue. Now the upgrade to the QHD to 120 Hertz, again, something we've been enjoying on the Find X2 Pro for quite some time. And it's more about that, that I felt like, okay, so we finally get it. But on the S21 and the S21 Plus, you're stuck to 1080p 120 as opposed to what, which was what we had last year if you wanted it, but you lost the QHD. So with that, um, that made me think about what the brand new Find X3 or the Find X3 Pro or whatever the new series comes out. And then I remember that one of the things that uh, Oppo was talking about back at Inno Day, this is one of their big innovation uh, developer conferences that they usually have at the end of the year. Um, they talked about actually trying to push the quality of the display, a true 10-bit display, the 10-bit color, not 8-bit with some kind of upscaling to get you into or you know, roughly 10-bit. So my hope essentially is that we'll see whatever the new tech is from the Find X3 and the Find X3 Pro, hopefully in the near future. There's leaks, there's a whole bunch of, ah, and I do apologize. There's a whole bunch of things going on right now and a lot of information coming out. But at the end of the day, one of the reasons why I'm excited about it is that once I learned what the S21 has to offer, I felt like Xiaomi was doing uh, maybe a little bit more of a trying to push the limit, trying to give us that better bang for the buck with the Mi 11. Uh, the Find X3 is definitely trying to provide us different things. We'll have to see what Oppo decides to do. I don't know if they're going to give us uh, control over some of those new functionalities with the 10-bit color. Is there going to be better options? Maybe some things that we've seen in Sony devices where we're able to actually do a white balancing or some things to that effect. Anything that we gives us more functionality onto our device to enjoy our content makes things a lot better for all of us. Um, sorry, I, I kind of went on a little bit of a rant here and I didn't want to kind of jump away. Let me see here. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, hey, man. Uh, Yet Gaming is in the chat. Uh, da, da, da. Sam. Oh, um <laughs> Sam is saying, I'm just going to keep my Mate 30, solid phone. Absolutely. No, no, no. There's no question. Um, cameras on these devices are amazing. Uh, and the Mate, honestly, once you're able to get GMS on it, it's a very nice, a very compelling device to, to use, uh, which I really like. And I, I and we also did talk about the uh, the the Fold um, during the live stream on Thursday with Juan. Um, but the fact that the orientation that I felt like the uh, the Duo did a much better job splitting the displays and giving us that landscape experience in the right fold, meaning we had the fold at the landscape as opposed to the fold as more of the, the longer form factor of the phone. So uh, if you're not familiar with it, on the fold, one of the things that you have to do, let me just go ahead and open this up here. So um, if we're using, let's say here, here's the Google Play Store. Uh, da, da, da. So the Google Play Store stands normally, this is how your smartphone is. Let me just bring that into focus. And then typically what I know, what I almost like to do, you always have to turn it sideways to get the landscape view of whatever site that you're trying to be on, be it YouTube or be in an app itself that you're using. Um, and I felt like the Duo and so that Juan, um, that the Duo had the right orientation fold uh, as opposed to what we got it with the Z Fold 3. So a Z Fold 2, no, no, no idea yet on the Z Fold 3, but hopefully we'll see what that comes out. Um, Toto saying is, I, uh, I've honestly stopped liking the Sam, some stopped liking Samsung since the Note 10. Uh, don't like what they did uh, with the design since, and uh, not so Samsung, and the pricing too. That was the other thing. Uh, the, the Ultra started at 1,200 at 128 gigs. But that's just part of their, you know, obviously they want to, they're giving you the ultra. They're saying that, look, this is the best of the best, the cream of the crop of everything that we're trying to do here. Um, but because they removed the SD card, even on the ultra, 
you are by definition, if you're considering it, I'm not saying you should or you won't, again, based on what I know so far, now you're going to have to spend a little bit more money to get more storage if you're upgrading from an existing device. And this is where the thing that kind of, for me, first person experience here with the Note 20 frustrated me. Um, we had an experience with the Note 20 where I wanted to upgrade my wife from a Note 10 to a Note 20. So standard model to standard model. I didn't want to switch over between one or the other. The Note 10 had a base storage of 256 gigs of internal storage. That was the default base. There was no lower configuration. Well, the Note 20 at launch did not have that configuration made available. So when I purchased my devices and my intention was to upgrade to it, I had to figure out how to cram 256 gigs of internal storage data, not all the, sorry, not all the way filled, but in there enough that it would actually basically transfer my wife's content that she wanted to keep with her onto the Note 20. And that was just not possible. There's no SD card to expand to. There's no SD card to even try to use. So that was a functional thing that made me wonder, like, why? So at least we had a solution there. I had the Note 20 Ultra, and we decided to just go with that. And I gave her that device. And obviously, that device is going to be working perfectly for her because it has an SD card. And it does meet the requirement that we want as a true upgrade from a Note 10 to a Note 20. The S20 to S21 for me is a different story. The S20 started at 128. That's typical to the S line. The S21 starts at 128, but I have no SD card. That's where the situation happened for me. And again, I'm not trying to bag. It's just seriously true life experience from somebody that's trying to go from one air, one device to the next. Um, although I don't really feel like the Note 20 Ultra, or Note 21, sorry, the S21 Ultra is something that somebody that bought the Note, the S20 should be upgrading on the Note. If you're considering it, that's probably more of a you know, skip here for them. Uh, but for me, because of the content, and again, with the type of job that I'm in, I feel like it's something that I need to kind of give my opinion on, or at least weigh in on it. So those are the things that I was thinking about. Um, and again, one of the things, honestly, at the end of the day, if you put your phone, I mean, obviously not this one, but if you put your phone in a case, I mean, whatever, whichever color I got of the Z Fold 2, you have no idea what it is. I mean, I can open up the casing here. You can kind of see that this is the darker of the two colors, not the silver coloring. And I didn't get any custom hinges or any of them, any of those things. But at the end of the day, if you're going to protect your device, which is what I do, um, aesthetics is very different. Uh, curved display versus flat display, that's a personal choice. I think the standard and the um, plus have flat displays where the uh, ultra has a curved, slightly curved edges. So we'll have to see how that is. So again, for me, I'll have to see when I get the device. And um, hopefully, maybe one I can do some collaboration on those as well. Uh, so here, see, this is the exact. So uh, Marilyn saying is, um, I can I can make do just fine without an SD card, but I like to have it. Um, that's true. If if you're um, if you're very good at, at organizing and making sure you back up your content, you remove your pictures, you have to keep carrying over, or you don't maybe you don't necessarily want to carry everything that you have with you. Um, I feel like yes, no, more than enough, more than likely, uh, people will be able to obviously transfer. It's just the the question of the what do you want to carry with you now. Typically for me, a smartphone is not just a smartphone for the sake of making and receiving calls. For me, it's a production tool. It needs to be able to handle large file formats, a lot of, a lot of data in it, in and out. And I need to be able to have access to more storage than uh, more storage that's available so that I can do that temporary transfer. Like I've had situations where I've gone to, you know, where I've done some work with somebody and I need to get their content, you know, that transfer that data over to my device, uh, as opposed to asking for an SD card or whatever. I typically use my smartphone. 
plug in a USB-C connection to whatever PC that they have, transfer my data over to a, a temporary folder, and that makes sense to me. So storage for me is always a big thing. Uh, but I understand, yes, no, again, it, the priorities are different to different users. And that's why I always love to let the tech speak for itself. Uh, the comparisons that I made were purely based on um, my current situation of the S20, trying to go into the S21, does it make sense? That's primarily what I wanted to go in there. Uh, so here, Eldros is saying, speaking strictly of cameras, did the S21 Ultra uh, take the crown from the uh, for the time being? At this point, I haven't seen any actual comparisons of truly saying that are are they really taking the crown? At this, it's realistically, what we're we're going to see now, I think it's primarily um, the comparisons or the reviews, or maybe primarily they'll all be around the availability closer to the end of the month. Uh, I've seen mostly unboxings, initial impressions, um, general product tours. Uh, but I haven't really seen any kind of deep dive camera experience. And I think most of the creators, if any, if not, they're probably working on that content now for us to have it later. Uh, so that's the the, the process, I think. Uh, but no, I, I haven't heard any kind of crown or claim on a DxO mark. Unless you guys saw that first, I haven't seen a claim saying that you know they've reached a new high on DxO, which is, I feel like, typically was what, what we've seen last year or so. Uh, whenever a new phone comes out, like they throw out the DxO as if you know some, somehow that justifies it. But yes, it's one of those things. Um, Davin is saying the S21 line um, are for the S9 and down users. If you have an S10 or especially an S20 line, like you have to skip the 21. And I think you're right. The S10 was actually a very nice device. I think the S10 was, um, of all of the devices, I feel like almost like they started to kind of, the, the direction changed, right? The S10 line was the last line to have a headphone jack, right? We started, we lost the headphone jack last year. Uh, on the on the S10, on the S20, I didn't feel like we lost. I felt like the S20 was an upgrade with the with the well, we did lose the headphone jack, but we got a 5,000 milliampere battery. We had a 108 megapixel camera with problems. I I understand. I'm not disagreeing there. Um, but the overall experience, large display, QHD, 120 frames. You could do 1080, 120, uh, 120, or QHD. You had the flexibility of getting there, but it was truly, in a certain aspect, an upgrade from the S10. So that was to me uh, what that the intention was going to be there. So the S the S10 Plus to the Note 20 Ultra that was an upgrade. The Note 20 Ultra to the S20 21 Ultra, we'll have to see. I, I truly I I truly want to probably just say yeah. I want to say we'll have to see. Um, uh, Hoop is asking is uh hell TK is okay TK is the Samsung is the Samsung S21 Ultra better uh, than the Note 20 Ultra? On specs right now, with um, they're very they're very um, they're very close, and I say that because um, the high megapixel sensor with the the, the laser autofocusing is already on the Note 20 Ultra. Uh, you have a slightly smaller battery on the Note 20 Ultra, so there's a 500 milliampere difference between the two. They have the same charging speed. The Note 20 Ultra has an SD card. The S21 Ultra doesn't. So there are some compromises. So it depends, I guess, what you're looking for specifically. I would say if you get a Note 20 Ultra for a reasonable price that you're comfortable with, there's no reason that you would even, I don't really feel like you're missing that much out of what the S21 is going to offer because One UI 3.0 is already out for the Note 20 Ultra and S20 and the Note 20 and the S20, I think already have that. So you're really not missing much. So if, again, I would, I would go with the Note 20 Ultra. Um, Chami's jumping in is, what do you think about WhatsApp's privacy update, which looks... Uh, which look is exactly the same uh, for years ago, but explained differently. So, yes, I think that's a, actually that was another big, uh, big subject that kind of went up this week, which is the whole uh, the whole conversation over. I, I'm going to say this 
nicely, but there was like a mass exodus from WhatsApp. And I know quite a few people, quite a few people uh, that joined uh, Telegram. And I know that because I started getting notifications this week of a whole bunch of people that I know that I have in my contacts that suddenly are now part of Telegram. Um, at the end of the day, we have to appreciate, well, sorry, at the end of the day, we always have to remember one thing, nothing is free. That's a statement that you have to understand and appreciate in the world where we like to receive things um, either for free or for some type of a low pricing. There's always going to be somewhat of a, a thing that you need to be aware of. Um, you know, if you use Yahoo, if you use Gmail, if you use different things, you've got to realize there's, you know, obviously if you use Gmail and Yahoo, you know, there's ads in your inbox. That's something that you're comfortable with and you've been comfortable with for some time. WhatsApp's privacy features to a certain extent um, were very much of a warning sign. It's because they made it into a you have to agree to this now as opposed to you didn't have to or you can't use the service anymore. And they gave you till literally, I think it was like the end of this month or the end of January. Um, the conversation that happened there is I started getting a lot of calls from friends and family asking me, it's like, what do you think? Should I go to Signal? Should I go to Telegram? Should I, what should I do? At the end of the day, I would probably say is this. It, according to the system, according to their to the statements that they're making, the conversations between you and the other party are still private. The uh, how often or wh when do you communicate is also private. Um, the uh, the information that they're mostly focusing on, I think, if anything else, it's mostly around business communications. Meaning, when you communicate with somebody that's on a business uh, that's running a business using WhatsApp, and I feel like that's where the money situation is going to come in. And I feel the 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 track history that. Facebook has faced in the past is what makes people concerned. They were comfortable with WhatsApp being what WhatsApp is for the longest time, but people are also concerned, and this is true, they're worried about the day when they start getting ads in their chats. That's where they're worried about. They don't want to see ads. They saw what happened with Instagram. Instagram you know, basically started serving us ads, and for me, it just literally i mean i i sometimes I, f I feel weird like i already know every time i open up instagram the second post out of every time i open it up is an ad it's always an ad so again that thing that whole free thing is has to make sense so whatsapp obviously at some point needs to start figuring out how to communicate better to their users and make sure that they are clear about their communication that vanilla statement to everybody freak people out and i think that's what it is and now they're trying to do some backtracking and i heard last that they extended the uh, re required date of uh, approval or meaning acceptance of the new terms to sometime in may but i don't think this changing much all they're doing is extending it they're giving people more time to think about it so the choice is here if you're comfortable, if you feel like what happened with WhatsApp is something that you're not comfortable with, there are other options. Signal is very, very much another service that's also encrypted. Uh, Telegram is also very popular. I've been using Telegram for many, many years. I actually have quite a bit of my friends there. WhatsApp for me has been mostly about family and connections with people that I've worked with in the past. So that's typical what happens. And I think also on some of the main trips that I've gone to in the past, they always use WhatsApp. So um, I'm interested to see how it goes, uh, but it is definitely very interesting. At the end of the day, I love to have the fact that we have some, um, I would say, um, competition in the market. That's always a, bit, a good thing. I mean, WhatsApp is great, but it's not the best thing. On uh, you know, so for me, when it comes down to collaborations and working, we have Discord, we have uh, Telegram. Those things are always going to be very functional for me. And as you guys all know, obviously, we're all part of uh, the majority of us are all part of uh, Juan Carlos's Discord server. So we always communicate using that. So there's many options available. Uh, but I still feel like WhatsApp, I, I don't feel like WhatsApp is going to disappear. Let's just say that. And, and I'll leave it there. I, I don't want to make it sound like a, uh, I, I can I can sway somebody to go from one way or the other. I think WhatsApp is, um, 
approach was just they didn't do their homework they went with a vanilla statement that was just uh we're going to share everything about you to facebook and i think that's how people read into it i think that's at least how i saw it from my end uh let's see here da, da, da. So Joe got the, I, so that's one thing I love about the UK with the G, uh, the, the GDR, GDPR. Um, so your EU and UK have much better requirements about disclosure of content sharing and privacy. If you've ever visited any website that is based in the UK or in Europe, the whole cookie situation online telling you that what cookies they're, re, they're putting on your device to be able to track your content or what you're doing on their site. It is absolutely amazing. So uh, I agree. Yeah, no, depending where you are, this could be a different conversation. Um, Telegram again is is international. It's a very good service. There's different options. Uh, what I like. So here's the thing that I want. Here's one thing I always wished that um, Facebook, not always Facebook, WhatsApp would would allow us to do, allowing us to log in for multiple devices. That drives me crazy. The whole WhatsApp needs to be on one phone and only one phone at a time. You could do the web access. I'm not. I'm not circumventing that part. You could do the web access, but you can't do it on two different devices. Like right now I have Telegram installed on multiple of my uh, devices. If I want to go out and for some reason I'm using the Find X2 Pro this weekend as opposed to using the, the Z Fold 2, there's no reason why I can't do that. And I don't have to re-authenticate and change my SIM card and do what it, no, just log in with your account. Everything validates and I'm still able to make phone call. And I, you know, if I want to make calls or a video, all of that stuff works. That feature needs to come over, and I'm hoping maybe WhatsApp can finally take care of it. But I, I do appreciate the fact that it's easy to jump on WhatsApp because of the way it's been built. That's that's basically where I have. Um, Toto's saying the same thing. Telegram is amazing. Absolutely. Uh, I haven't used Signal in the past. Uh, to me, it's been Telegram and Discord, and of course, those are the main uh, you know services that I that I use. Uh, and Slack, obviously, but that's more. Uh, it's not really. I wouldn't necessarily call that. That's more for business. If you if you're if you've ever been on Slack before. Um, oh, uh, da, da, da. let me, I did miss this comment here. Uh, let's actually one, one time, one, one above that, the, uh, Vasikos is asking the SD card is, uh, is also a form, a form of backup. Uh, I've had many foreign destroyed and you could just pull the data off the phone. So that's another great way to say it. Um, for me, that's how I use my SD cards on my devices. Uh, I choose to put my images, my videos, all of my media on my SD because that's, so uh, media typically is not a, uh, a really fast read and write required type of data. You access it every once in a while. Whenever you're looking for it, you're not typically trying to be in a superhero to, to try to see where it is. So what I generally try to do is on a weekly to monthly basis, I back up all my content, all my pictures, all my videos from the smartphone directly over to my SD card uh, uh, folder. And it still shows up in my gallery and it still works the same way I want it to work. And at the end of the day, what happens there is that, as as you know, uh, Vasikos is saying, um, you somehow lose your device. Your phone gets wet, it gets destroyed. Something happens. You crack the screen and it's not booting. You pull out the SD card and you're pretty much set. All your data is there. Any online account that you logged into probably already backed itself up, you know, like Gmail and so on. All of those things are online anyways. They're not really on our phone. So at the end of the day, it's a great way to back up. Um, there is a project that's coming up soon. Hopefully, I, I'm not remembering uh, when that's going to be available. Um, it's actually a solution where it allows us to back up our phones when we're charging them wirelessly, which is really nice and ingenious. I want to check it out. So hopefully, I'll be able to share that with you guys. I think it's from a company called SanDisk. It's it's not new. It's been out for some time. Um, Davin is saying that Samsung's trying to position the S21 like the iPhone 12. Even though they want people to buy the Ultra, they're going. They're hoping uh, to move... Uh, they're they're hoping to move a ton to the S twenty one, to the S twenty ones. 
I, I think truly uh, the S21 is going to sell a lot more. $799, the starting point, that, that's a very tactical um, uh, PR, uh, catchphrasey, uh, keyword, all the, you know, insert uh, whatever trending co concept goes on. I feel like the S21 will do much better. At $799, it is the cheapest brand new device that Samsung has released in years. I haven't bought an S line from Samsung for $700, around the $799, because even if that one sells for, so $799 just for reference, in the US, that's really about $750, bucks, sorry, $850. Bucks. That that one, the $99 is a, tr uh, it's a, um, uh, for the lack of a better word, it's a mental trick because we say the word seven at the beginning, your mind automatically assumes it's cheaper, but it's literally 800 bucks, 880 bucks, depending where you are with taxes. So for me, it, it's not necessarily the cheapest, but it definitely is more affordable than what we saw last year uh, with the S21, uh, with the S20 line of devices. So I, I'll have to see. Um, Three years of software updates, starting with uh, starting with the S10 line, TK. That makes the S10 still very attractive on the cheap. Absolutely, and uh, the S10 you can actually pick up. Uh, I want to say renewed, and I'm not sure if I can still say, find new ones. But uh, on Amazon, there still is some renewed or even new S10s that are selling for about 450 bucks. Those that that is a very compelling story to just basically show what you can do with the device. And two years ago, you know, 2019, it's that's not that long, really. The S10 is not that old. The S20 is literally still brand new if you think about it. You just can't buy them new from retailers anymore because once the 21s came out, the old stock kind of just got wiped. They no they no longer have a link for them. Uh, but I personally like to show say that you know Swappa is always going to be a good place to look for things like that. If you're trying to upgrade, you're trying to move something, if they're good, they're not a sponsor. This is purely just based on what I do. When I buy a phone and I'm switching over to the next one, if I'm not getting a good deal on the trade-in, that's typically where I do. I sell it on Swappa and we move on from there. Uh and yeah, Joe says the exact, yeah, so exactly. The A range of the Samsung uh, of Samsung devices actually sells out the most. It's not the S, it's not the Note. It's the A range because that's where the budget-friendly devices are. That's where people are, are able to afford to buy the, these devices and still get somewhat of a tailored experience from the Samsung ecosystem. Now, I'm not discounting the fact that obviously the S21 Ultra is going to be a powerhouse of a device. I'm pretty sure they took they took out all the stops when they were putting that that, that device together. That's still to be proven to say that they have fixed some of the concerns they had last year with their camera performance with that such a large sensor that they're deciding to keep up. So they're keeping the 108 megapixel sensor. That's something to keep in mind. They have a dual telephoto system in there, uh, one for, for better three times and one up to 10 times. Again, I'm not sure if this is just including everything in this in the kitchen sink situation. I think the three three X is more realistic uh, to be to be functional for me, but I'll have to start seeing how the 10 X kind of makes sense to me or not. So we'll we'll see. Um, seven now, and I'm thinking of going to Sony. Uh, no notch, flat display, front facing speakers, 3.5 mil jack, SD card. Sony, I think, deserve my wallet vote. I think so too. I think we vote with our wallets quite a bit, and a lot of us don't realize where we are in the aspects of what we do uh, in in the um, in the show, and I think what you kind of can do. At the end of the day, what I would say is this. Um, Sony has a very good, strong proposition for S for for the 2020 series. I don't know what they're going to do yet in 2021. I think that's a big thing. That's going to be something that we need to kind of look, keep an eye out because what I felt like they did in 2020 was they finally listened to all of our needs. They brought back features. This is like crazy. They brought 
wireless charging back. They brought the headphone jack. The stereo speakers are actually front-facing stereo speakers, no longer that one facing front and one facing to the side that we saw with the Xperia 1, obviously from 2020, uh, from 2019. So to me, those are things that are very exciting. And I hope that they, that continues, that momentum continues in 2021 uh, with maybe whatever optimizations they want to do on the sensors and maybe better experiences. It, obviously, the biggest shift happened last year. All we can do, I hope now, is that they continue with that and that we don't start seeing... Um, Sony follow it, that that same trend a little bit. I hope we'll be able to get the same thing. So looking forward to see what they have. Uh, maybe better refresh rates on the 4K display. Obviously, the Xperia one is known for that now. So I'm excited. And uh, yes, definitely vote with your wallet. That's the best way to look at it. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> your friend circle is good, DK. Uh, inertia of, uh, of change is very well among uh, among your colleagues. I personally uh, hated Facebook <laughs> and in apps for the longest time, forced to use them because of the university. So it's, it's one of those things you have to keep in mind. Exactly. Facebook still exists as a thing. Um, honestly, if, if I have to kind of put my finger as to why I still use Facebook for the most part, I have a couple of friends that I only have friends that I were only that they're only on social media when it comes to Facebook. We don't communicate outside. And if they have another account, it's usually Instagram, which again, ties back to Facebook with the whole unified messaging thing kind of goes on. Uh, but I agree. It, it's one of those things. I think at the end of the day, Telegram, there's no reason to, to have to use one service or the other. You have choices. You have a selection. As long as you're understanding what information you're compromising, what you're doing, that should be the end message at the end of the day. Understand what you're doing. WhatsApp didn't really change a lot, but they were very vanilla statement. That whole should have been tailored. They should have given a longer time to start with as opposed to the you have to the end of the month or you're done kind of thing because it felt like it was being forced. I think that's the other thing. Um, you're not giving people time to actually adjust or uh, have enough time to research as to what you're doing in here, right? That's, I think, the end of the day. And now they're doing damage control. That's what they're doing. They're trying to go back and try to tell people that left them that we have, we're, 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 we've been saying this for a while and this is not that much different, but at the end, and it's only for business. And uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's just, again, that's when re reputation of one company proceed goes into the next one. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, oh, I think, oh, I see what it is. I kind of went back up a little bit. Uh, Rolando's in the message. Oh, hold on. I like this one. MSN used to log uh, log your conversation and people didn't even know that that, that was behind the scenes. Um, not only that, uh, I think when we start looking at uh, free services, you know, it is free, right? That you have to accept it when you kind of go in. Um, your email box, if you're using a free inbox, is probably being scanned by the company that you're hosting it with. There's no reason for that to be private. I mean, they're not selling the information, but it, it's it's no surprise let's just say this if the ads in your in your different social events uh, the social social apps and so on whatever at one point or another start reflecting things you've been thinking about talking about or using or searching for keep that in mind uh yeah rolando's hanging out uh checking in da, da, da. uh one plus at will struggle with the s20 so the OnePlus 8T will struggle. I, I de it depends, really. Uh, if you really put them head to head, if you're comparing, and you said 21, I'm going to kind of go that with that um, uh, the hash sam in there. By the way, uh, welcome to the chat. We he, uh, hash sam and myself have been talking a little bit over the last couple of days. Um, the OnePlus 8T offers us a very different experience. The price point, I agree, they're very close to each other. There's there's no question there that you're getting a very similar experience, uh, but you're getting 65 watt charging. You're also getting um, basically 120 hertz to refresh rate. Uh, now it is 1080p, similar experience, so you're not really getting that much more. 
but the overall support and functionalities that you're getting there are obviously going to be interesting. If you get the Cyberpunk edition, then there's no comparison. But they're going to have a, some com some conversations between the two. Now, the AT was released maybe a couple of months ago. I think it's been that's roughly where it is. And I'm not going to try to say that Samsung and OnePlus have the same. Uh, uh, sorry, let's take that back. Samsung definitely has a much bigger uh, presence and uh, you know uh, footprint in there. But the AT is in the same store. And if somebody had purchased a OnePlus for, let's say, the OnePlus 7, 7 Pro, or even OnePlus 60, uh, uh, in the US at least, uh, T-Mobile has been carrying OnePlus for quite some time. And they come up to inf uh, they come up and they're looking at uh, what is you know, basically the best of what uh, what OnePlus had to offer at the end of 2021, which essentially is the mid-range of the three that they released. But because T-Mobile didn't carry the Pro, it, technically it's an upgrade from the OnePlus 8 that they saw earlier that year. They may consider going with the OnePlus 8 over the, one, uh, the S21 purely on what you're getting there. Although I do feel like probably the S21 will perform a little bit better as far as camera performance. If we're if we're still going to get 4K 60 on all cameras um, on the S21, the same way we get it on the S21 Ultra, those are the things we kind of we have to kind of take a look. A lot of the focus has been talking about basically being able to do so, but we have to see what they have to offer. The other thing, of course, is the the 20 the S21 comes with the 888 where in the US at least, uh, where the AT comes in with the 865. So there's still that kind of little bit of a conversation that we had. But it's, yeah, I, I agree. There's a lot of things to look into. Uh, yeah, Davin is jumping in. That's a great point. Um, and yet, it, uh, if you want a bigger screen, the AT, uh, the AT may be better value than the S21 Plus. It depends on what you're looking for. And I can tell you right now, 65 watt charging on any smartphone, that speed of charging your device back up from almost zero to 100%, or even just for that 20, 30 minutes, I have appreciated that so much on the uh, Find X2 Pro and on the OnePlus 8T. That is just, it's crazy. It's, val it's more valuable to me than wireless charging. The ability of charging up faster and with better, better battery management uh, tools in there. Uh... TK, do you get 100% from the Super Chats? Uh, to, to my understanding, sorry, one second. <coughs> Speaking of which, I forgot to bring water today, so I do apologize if you don't see me <laughs> drinking. Um, in the process of trying to set up the whole mobile thing, I forgot to bring a cup of water. But anyways, uh, to my understanding, it, it actually goes through YouTube, so there is going to be part of what YouTube gets as a... I think they get, a obviously, some number out of it. There's no straight calculation as what it means um, how much of that actually ends up being going to the creator at the end of the month. Uh, but I do know that it's different than just AdSense. So it does actually provide the creator more support. And of course, you know, liking and sharing the stream, of course, as usual, will always uh, provide us uh, with more. Um, anything that you guys are able to do will always support the channel, regardless if it's monetary or if it's just hanging out with us. It, that's the appreciated part. The fact that you guys are showing up and hanging out and kicking it with me while I'm playing video games, which I do want to do more. Uh, I have a little bit of an update on that. But to answer that question for you, Joe, um, it's not 100%. I think there is a percentage of that that does go to uh, to YouTube. Um, but I do since Joe kind of mentioned that comment real quick, I do want to mention something. Um, the internet connection problem that I've been having has i'm hoping is coming to a somewhat of an end um i decided to switch over uh for my for my at least for my i'm gonna say for my work uh, for youtube for my for my day job all of that stuff i feel like that needs to truly be transitioned to a separate more business-like more dedicated internet connection something that is more consistent and has um that i have also the ability of talking to my provider to start finding out why i'm having concerns or why i'm having internet connections 
Uh, the other thing, because of all, all the things that are connected at the house, it's hard for me to figure out exactly what's causing my network connection. Because even if I have a high network connection, uh, high internet speed, um, if my son's watching TV and my wife's using her phone, and then we have the connected cameras, speakers, all of that stuff, all of those things take up some of your bandwidth. So at the end of the day, a dedicated connection for work will always work better. So short answer, um, the reason why I want to move to that is I want to actually start putting a lot more focus on streaming or live streaming um, content on Twitch for gaming and on impromptu kind of st uh, streams. Um, I'm not sure how the the best of our week uh, live uh, podcast, uh, sorry, the podcast that we're doing right now with Juan and I, what's the future for that? If it's always going to be hosted on my channel directly, we do have the uh, the best of our week channel that we uh, that already kind of snagged the the login ID for that one. So at some point, I feel like that that's going to transition off to that. But short answer, I'm fixing my internet. That's the end of the conversation. That's what I'm trying to say, uh, and hopefully that makes sense. Uh, let me see here. Da, 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 da. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, tint issues always, always. Uh, the <laughs> and and you know there'll be some, there'll be some conversations either way. Uh, we'll have to see how the more the per, the po, the the public release of this device. So keep in mind everything that you see from anybody that has a device before launch date is a pre-release set of hardware with pre-release software. Typically, what will happen, most carriers or most OEMs will release a patch update or some type of a fix because what they did is they needed to have enough time to get the hardware done. So what they do is they, they also need to give the creators enough time to create their content. So uh, short answer is uh, keep in mind that whatever we see now, I think the, the conversation should also be held again a month from now or two months from now once updates have started to roll out and things get fixed. Let's not take everything at 100% being, oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't look good. Well. Software is software, and that's the beauty of software. It can be updated if there's enough of a concern. Um, oh, so Greg's mentioned here. Yeah, how about Hangouts? So Hangouts have had a little bit of a, a weird situation, right? Google separated Hangouts on air to be end up basically now under Google Meet. So I really feel like Hangouts is almost running on its own. Um, Duo, or sorry, so short answer is Hangout is a great way to communicate, uh, but Hangout requires you to, uh, you have to have, the best way to say it, you have to have GMS installed and you have to have it downloaded. So it's one of those things that typically not everybody in the world uses Hangouts, especially outside of the US. And I think that's typical what happens. Like back in the day, MSN was a massive big thing with uh, my family back in Lebanon. That's all they communicate on. And I had to have MSN Messenger on my phone. And I used to have to have, a, uh, uh, I think was, I forgot the name of the the chat program. They, the biggest thing was the chat programs that incorporated multiple chats services in one and i made sure that i can only use the ones that supported msn because i wanted to be able to communicate with my family and that was it whatsapp made it more functional as a tool an app that is popular in everywhere us and non-us especially when it became part of facebook so that became another thing that made it very big uh, but i agree yeah no hangouts is also a big thing uh, there's chat services all around but i feel like hangouts of all uh, is not as popular as it, as it once used to be and i don't think google is trying to push it again they separated the video out of hangout they separate the voice calls out of hangout so if anything else i feel like hangout is just becoming less and less of a well-rounded uh, piece of software but i i hope that we see something from them soon uh ta -ta -ta. let me see here TK Mark. Oh, yes. I I think I think we uh we lucked out with our next three guests. Previous com uh, comment. Uh 
Oh, you're going to come. Uh, okay, so uh, Matt's talking about some of his new shows coming up uh, and the, some of their guests. Uh, speaking of which, uh, so Matt, uh, Matt, sorry, cross the podcast. I'm assuming Matt's back on the show this week. Uh, is with Matt and Sam. That's going to be tomorrow at what, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt or Sam, if you guys are still in the chat. Um, let me double check here. I think I missed something. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> I, I like your uh, your username is very uh, funny. No, just kidding. Uh, it is. I'm uh, no pun intended. I actually I, I meant it very uh, casually. It was a bad joke, if anything. Uh, but the the question that he has is, uh, what do you think about the Galaxy S twenty one design? Um, I like the fact that they finally caught up to the that you know to the fact that we shouldn't have glass on the back of our devices. Uh, this has been one of my first one of the first and only devices I've ever had to actually have glass protector on the glass on the back as well as on the front um, and that's because of the way the design was done and generally what will happen is um, most of the most of the time we never have to worry about the back of the phone because of the material that's there if it's glass the camera hump is usually uh, plastic with the lenses that are sitting next to it and just for reference the glass that's above the that's on the lenses is typically harder than the rest of the glass that's around the back of your phone um, but we typically never have to worry about that at the end of the day um, the last two iterations, the S20 and the Note 20, both featured uh, a protruding camera, which I don't feel like is a problem. The protrusion is not the issue. The issue is the glass part. And I feel like the new design definitely does a very good way. Well, it has a nice approach into protecting it. Um, although I'm I'm trying to figure out real... So I haven't seen it personally, and I maybe that's what I'll have to wait to see. Um, my hope essentially is that it, is the design is that is does the glass go under it, or is it literally part? So meaning the backing of the phone, um, if it's plastic or it's glass, it actually has a cutout in it there. And the reason I say this is for anybody that ever decides to open it up to try to fix it, replace a battery, do whatever you need to do if something happens to your smartphone. That could also make into it a very, very hard situation to try to go into. I mean, sandwich sandwich devices or you know glass slabs or thing. Are always going to be hard to get into but having a glass under a, uh, a metal part of the frame go over it will make things very hard so we'll have to see uh, very very interested in the way it looks like definitely looks very unique nothing like it on the market right now so from a design standpoint i say kudos for sure uh definitely looks really good and it seemed like i think they also did something with the whole black phantom black color which essentially is the a more true tone a true darker tone more matte more whole bunch of things going on um so we'll have to kind of see once those devices start becoming more i think they did a good job i think it's a good design move um i like the fact that they went with the the new cover with the metal the material choice i feel like that's purely for cost cutting and again for 7.99 if you're looking to get that um, I hope that that makes sense to you. And if you have it in a case, that may not be an issue for uh, for most that have cases on their phones, you know, be it glass or be it plastic. If you're not holding the phone without a case, an example would be this. Um, this this uh, device, the Find X2, so Find X2 Pro has a vegan leather. Um, very nice and very beautiful color on the device that I always want to be able to see. And the only way I do that is if I'm able to use a clear or see-through case. So then I can enjoy the, the actual texture of, well, the color. Um, but as far as the texture itself, I don't use it without the case. So to me, if this was the, uh, if, I want to say it was the graphite color. I think uh, Matt had one before. Um, we'll have to see how that one kind of worked. But the short answer is uh, the material does, suddenly becomes almost not um, not the point of it. Maybe that's the better way to say it. But the short answer is it, it's one of those things I appreciate, obviously, uh, having the access to. Uh, but cases are always good. Uh, 
the poke the okay so uh mark uh calibra Cal Cal oh, sorry calibara sorry hopefully i'm saying that correctly uh the poco x3 and uh, the poco x3 for sure is a great buy the the price for features uh, the benefit that you're getting and of course with the with the just the overall speedness of what they're offering you there it's a great phone there's no question um i think what you're looking for is just the uh the, are, is it covering everything that you're looking for for media consumption uh, are, i don't know if you had a chance to see some videos on it it's just again it's partially what poco is known for the best bang for the buck and now that they're on their own it obviously is their biggest focus they want to make sure that they have a, a very nice lineup of devices that kind of help you uh get and do what you what you want to do uh they've focused largely on having us giving us large displays large batteries uh and of course they believe having stereo speakers across the line i think it's also a big factor so uh, it's a great content consumption and the cameras are pretty decent i think they're just not i mean i wouldn't say they're the best on the market but I think it should be fine. There's no reason why this would not work for, uh, for you know, for anybody that's looking for a smartphone at that price range. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, see, uh, right there, Matt's jumping in with that as well. Yes, it's a great phone for the price, no question. You see that there. Um, Chemi's jumping in with another one. It says, um, what's the CES 2021 tech that you, uh, do you think you, uh, you have the most impact, um, on our lives soon? I feel like the rollable LG phone and the Razer gaming, uh, game station. So, uh, both of those devices or both of those techs are, are very much in the, in the future. Um, just for reference, I think for, because of, um, I'm not sure if you guys maybe caught it last year in 2020 or something like that, but Razer had, um, I want to remember back in the, during 20 sorry CES 2020 uh, they had a gaming system a gaming chair uh setup rig that you were able to test out now this was different obviously than the current setup that they showed us this year but every year we see new um concepts new innovation new direction I think the rollable smart uh, the, the rollable smartphone from uh, from LG is definitely something very interesting. Um, I think the Oppo Find X the Oppo Find X will also be very interesting. And lastly, we saw the TCL is going to be jumping in not only with rollable in the sense of what similar to what they have it, but they're giving us that really nice experience where you kind of have a phone and I'm sorry I'm trying to kind of keep it that rolls up into becoming a full size candy bar style phone and then of course rolls down to when you don't need it and then they had the scroll that just like video game nerds all the way um for me this year honestly for when it comes down to actual tech that i want to say um the the ar glasses that juan and i were talking about a couple of days ago were definitely very nice i think rollables and foldables are going to have an interesting i would say competition going on the, the the Z Fold 3 uh, is obviously what Samsung is focusing on as their primary flagship. There's going to be the Z Flip 3 probably. Um, but the goal at the end of the day is do they provide us that form factor that we're looking for? And after using two generations of their Z Fold, I've used generation one, sold that one. Generation two seems to stick with me a little bit longer, mostly because we have a more functioning outer display. Um I, I, I'm with you on that one, uh, uh, Chemi. I think it's it's mostly going to be the rollable from LG uh, as well as TCL and, of course, um, Oppo. But I, my goal at the end of the day is see, are they going to be reason? Are, sorry, are they going to be priced accordingly to for mass consumption, or is it priced according to the Z Fold, which is, will end up being a very small selection of people that end up buying those? So we'll have to see. Uh, didn't see a lot of. Uh, 
you know, gaming tech or PC tech that actually kind of drove me crazy. I mean, there's the high crazy refresh rate, you know, Razer's known for. I saw Project Hazel that was actually very interesting for that uh, RGB LED uh, face mask that, you know, charges apparently in a case. Uh, LG, I think, put out something similar, but that was more of a air filtration system different. So those are the things I'm, I'm interested to see to see what we have. And there was, of course, a lot of TVs, typical typical to CES. Um, TCS, uh, sorry, TCL had a lot of announcements as well. Uh, yes, I, sorry, I was just reading Greg's comment right there, Joe. Oop, did I just jump? Uh, ta -ta -ta. Oh, Matt's back. Uh, yes, we have Terry Warfield tomorrow. Uh, Josh Quinones next week. Dude, Josh is on the chat. Perfect. Uh, and of course, Matthew Moan is on the 31st. Dude, that is epic. Okay. Absolutely true. Next three weeks, hit it out of the park. Um, can't wait to see Josh, uh, of course, as well as Terry and, of course, Matthew in the next couple, a few weeks. I'm always lurking in the chat with, for, for on everybody's and, of course, Monday mornings uh, with uh, Juan Carlos. Um, uh, Mark Said, uh, no, uh, uh, Saade. Oh, Mark Saade. Sorry. Hey, Saade. <laughs> uh, by the way, Saade means happiness. Not that it's, it is a true fact there. So, Sabah uh, uh, do you think the difference between the Snapdragon 865 and the, uh, what do you think of the difference between the 865 and the 888? Um, so, true performance horsepower. Um, so, we can talk about it in a slightly different aspect. There's there's the horsepower, what can this chipset truly perform? What can it do? What are the, the limits of what it offers us? There are some big differences between the two. Uh, there is the integrated modem versus the uh, separate modem uh, in implementation, which also provides us a different approach into how the SOC is built. We have a triple ISP over a dual ISP integration, the ability of running multiple in, uh, image uh, service. So essentially, the 888 has some definite some ma some major benefits uh, on the on the SOC side from optimizations going from seven nanometer to five nanometer, but all of that is really more on the numbers side. If you're purchasing a smartphone in 2020 that has the 865 or even the 865 plus, I think at the end of the day, you should basically be getting roughly about the same experience. Both of them feature 5G. Both of them are obviously going to be sitting in on flagship devices. They're considered to be the flagship SOC. There's no reason really, I would say, for an 888, sorry, for an 865 user to jump on the 888 other than maybe just wanting to get the latest and greatest. That's a different request uh, because you're not really going to see the difference in the user experience. Uh, Software-wise, for the most part, they're both going to be running very soon, the similar software uh, experience. So not that Android 11 was waiting for the 888 to come out. Android 11 was released quite earlier than that. So I would say truly with the exception of maybe wanting things done a little bit faster, which is based on the, what we're seeing with the benchmarks that are being pushed. And I meant that by means of, you know, rendering, uh, photo processing, doing production style experiences. I think the A65 is still a very good capable chipset. I think there's no reason for us to pick up um, it, uh, a new device in 2021 if we picked up a brand new flagship, at least um, in 2020, or even a mid-range. There's no question. I think the 7 Series last year proved us quite Prove to us realistically how much Qualcomm can do in the 7 series. Now, we haven't seen the successor to the 770, sorry, the 765 last year. So there's no 777 or haven't heard anything there. We saw the 888, and I think we saw another 400 series upgrade early, uh, like I announced not that long ago, that in includes 5G. So we're seeing more 5G implementation. But to answer your question, I feel like it's a it's a small enough of an upgrade between the two from a power user's perspective. But again, 
it depends on what you use your phone for. Uh, that's always going to be the 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 main kick. Well, I would say the main re prerequisite that I feel like you guys you know that would help us make a decision better there. Uh, for me, I am going to try the 888, uh, but that's mostly because I want to be able to test it out. I have a lot of 865s that I'm able to use and benefit from seeing all the benefit, and it really end up being at the end of the day also the way it's implemented by which OEM. Um, some of the early numbers that we saw with the 888 on the Mi 11 were not very uh, complimenting. They actually said that the numbers were were not showing up as good. The phone didn't feel as fast as it should be. Um, but I also tend to say that pre-production software, uh, we'll have to see. Um, the Mi 11 is currently only available in China, and I think at some point, obviously, they'll have a global launch. Once that becomes available in the global market, I'm hoping to be able to get my hands on one. So we'll have to see. But the S21 for sure uh, offers us a very unique experience. Uh, yes, so the S21 Plus and the S21 uh, Ultra are glass, not not all three. The S21 is the one that went with that fake plastic uh, on the back, although the S21 and the S21 Plus are both flat displays and the S21 Ultra is the one with the curved display. So there's a few combinations in there, yeah. You're, you're definitely getting a better step up from the, from the standard to the Plus. There's a difference there, about a couple of hundred bucks. I think it's a $799 for the S21, $999 for the S21 Plus, and $1199 for the S21 Ultra. So there's a 200 literally step, you know, one step over to the next device. But I think you're right. Uh, so... <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm with you, Joe. Yes, it's basically, you know, the concept, uh, the creator for the, the design did a great job designing the S21 line. Uh, I think from a design standpoint, aesthetically and, and looks and everything, absolutely. I think Samsung did not disappoint. Uh, but it's, to me, I think at the end of the day, what I look at it as, it has to look great and it has to do great things for me to be able to appreciate. So at the end of the day, I feel like it is going to, to be great for many people for what they're looking for. But I think it's that whole upgrade cycle. And it, should you basically get it a flagship of 2020 as opposed to a 2021 flagship, that conversation becomes a little bit harder for me. Let's see what we have here. Oops, I think I went too far. Uh, ta -ta -ta -ta. I forgot where is it. Uh, okay. So I thought that the Poco phones are not compatible with US bands. It depends on your carrier and depends on where you are. For me, um, I can tell you that, but the Poco phones, at least on T-Mobile in Southern California, they do show the 5G moniker, but they're not really running 5G. So we're not getting 5G US compatibility. I'm getting at best is basically 4G LTE. But then the thing about it is, uh, depending on the carrier that you're with, you may get some compatibility on the bands that are in there. So what I'm trying to say is I'm still able to get 60, 60 megabits down on a Poco, uh, even though I'm not running on a 5G network because 4G LTE is actually pretty fast. Um, as we see more of a support and upgrade into our local networks, there's no real reason for us to say basically, well, if it doesn't say 5G, it's not going to work. That's a compromise you have to kind of understand. 4G LTE right now in the sub-6 type of 5G implementation is in that realm of... Um, I would say it just basically still that is great or good enough that you wouldn't really see the big difference. Till we start seeing better and faster 5G as they build up the network more, then we'll start seeing a big difference. But for on on, on daily usage, streaming, uh, you know, streaming content on YouTube or watching on Twitch or whichever, uh, going to YouTube, Facebook, email, all of that, all of that stuff works fine. The the connection speed on the Poco, there was no reason for for any reason for me to feel that I wasn't getting the best connection. Now. 
I'll say that conversely, that when I ran it on AT&T, it depended on what service and bands I had here with AT&T. T-Mobile was working better for me than AT&T on Poco, but that's what I had. And of course, there's no millimeter wave technology. That I wouldn't, I wouldn't even try to approach it there. Um, I think what impacted most in CES was, um, was how AI has become very usable for most tasks. Um, I think they've, the AI system or the algorithm that they've been using for the last few years obviously has been improving year over year. We've seen better implementations. Uh, we're trying to see more better uh, smart home technology. I think Samsung introduced the robot that can basically put your dishes in the dishwasher. And um, if I'm not mistaken, I think was it LG or is it Samsung that... Um, also show that you know you can integrate smart things is going to be part of Android Auto. That's also going to be nice. Um, but we also saw some more innovations in those things. So AI is, is functioning. It's getting better. Um, the 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 functions that we're seeing now is just the, the based on years of improvement. So my goal is, I hope that we see more of that. I hope that we see better usability and uh, better, uh, I'd say, predictive functionalities. But at the end of the day, sometimes you want AI in cameras and sometimes you don't. It depends on your preference. Let me see here. Davin is back at TK. Uh, the first gen rollables won't be cheap. That's for sure. Absolutely. Because that's what happened with before. Uh, what may uh, what may move the market uh, is uh, is uh, whomever comes up with the cheaper fold uh, or rollable for under a thousand. So, so I that's interesting how you said it, Davin, because I think that if if the the, the rumors that we've seen of a cheaper um, Galaxy Z Fold FE, something to that effect, meaning where Samsung is finally able to produce them cheap enough that they actually can able to drop the price. Uh, we know that the Z Flip is about fifteen hundred, or around the thousand to fifteen hundred. Uh, Motorola's implementation was roughly in the same boat, although you were able to get some specials in the, under a thousand. So the question I think is, yes, what what functional, uh, what price point are you comfortable at some point to take a, a dive into? Um, a device that, uh, for all intents and purposes, um, as great as as great as it is, still has a weakness on the inside display. So this is a big thing that you have to be comfortable using. I am very, um, uh, I would say, aware and always um, looking to know what's going on with uh, basically the display. Uh, you know, if I'm going to somewhere where there's going to be a lot of sand, a lot of water, or whatever, as this is a phone that I wouldn't be able to use. I'd have to seriously take something that I'm more comfortable and I know will withstand. Uh, normal element, uh, elemental uh, things that could happen to it. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It is whoever brings down the last to two techs. I think that will basically be more the, the the winner, but maybe not necessarily the most innovative. We'll have to see. Um, okay, Samrat is asking, yes, hi, I'm from India. Is it worth to buy the Galaxy S9 Plus? Please suggest. So the S9 Plus is, is um, a couple of years now, right? So this is at least three years or so. Um, I would probably say this. If you're looking to just purchase the device on a just general device, I think it's going to be perfectly fine. There's no question that it'll work fine. I think it did get the update to, EMU, uh, to not EMUI, to One UI 2.5. Uh, my mom still uses it. I know that device still actually carries a really nice uh, cam camera performance is really nice. It's a large display, stereo speakers, all of those things that you want to get out of it. So I think it's a good device uh, as a well-rounded device. Uh, the only thing I would probably say is you are going to be coming close to that end of life support when it comes down to software updates from Samsung. So that was be, that would be my only thing. If you decide to unlock it, maybe go in and start installing custom ROMs, you can extend the life even longer. So it's a great phone. There's no question. The S9 Plus it was a one of the one of their better designs, and uh, I like the the approach that they did with that one. Um, Greg is coming in with the uh, the 855 is on the Pixel 4 XL, and it's still it's a, still a beast. Absolutely, 
yes, the 855, there's no question that we had um, a great device that came out in 2019 from uh, from uh, Pixel, from the Pixel line, from Google. Um, and I feel like even in the 2020 with the new line of Pixel 5s, uh, with going with the 7 series, they didn't really catch up to the performance. So the, it wasn't really more of a, uh, I would say, an upgrade in performance, but more so targeting or bringing the Pixel line devices to a more affordable uh easier access type of a uh, you know more access to you know access to more people uh, i think that would be the better way to see it but yeah no the 855 is a beast uh, oh i think davin is jumping back with chandra uh um uh, jim's asking so jim cleveland's asking what do you guys think about phishing text i get about two a day um i Honestly, I, I try to add them as much as possible into uh, into my uh, spam folder and try to block these things. It's a very weird situation, but the short answer is somehow, somewhere, my number or obviously the different people's numbers got on some type of a list that now is being circulated. Uh, the only thing I would probably say is at some point, I hope that our carriers start doing better jobs of filtering out phishing or whenever you do report uh, a specific contact or a specific number that being spoofed when they're sending these phishing messages uh, that you are aware of those. I mean, I get them on my inbox every once in a while. I mean, I think I have I've had so many emails telling me that my PayPal account got suspended um, that it was funny because it was sending me to an email that's not part of my PayPal account, which is the other funny thing. But anyways. Uh, it's one of those things that you have to kind of be uh, be vigilant about and, and obviously never, ever, ever click a link in an email or a text that you do not know the source or at least the intention of where that's coming from. That's always going to be the biggest. Uh, I'm, but I, I, I have to say that there, there are some apps that you're able to use to help. Uh, and uh, obviously, carriers need to st also start, uh, well, ramp up their blocking mechanisms and their algorithms to catch them because some of these things are all being sent internet, uh, over the internet. They're not being sent from an actual phone number. They're just being spoofed to show up on your phone as that. So we'll have to see. Uh, da, da, da. Let me see here. I think I'm going to actually start. I don't want, I hate doing the scroll when StreamYard because I do a little bit. And there it is. It jumped like 6,000. Uh, let me see here. Uh, she shall health. Um, I <laughs> there's an there, there was one comment that in it that was in Arabic, but he, he wrote one letter in Arabic and the rest in English, and I'm not sure how to read that one because it's a little bit uh, I, I don't know that word, I'm sorry. Uh, So um, Ahmed is asking here. Um, so here he says, um, I think what he, it, short answer was asking is he, he'd like to set up something like that, something like this on the Arabic channel, which I actually, I'm not, I'm not too, I, I wouldn't be, um, actually, let me say that. Um, I'm open to the idea. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out once we get that whole Samsung thing kind of a little bit calm down a little more, I want to see if I can either get uh, Android Basha, Ahmed, Salah, or Khalifa from Mr. Q or, you know, Slorks uh, to come over to kind of kick off that campaign with me because I feel like that would be a great collab. Um, I tried last year, 2020, at CES to do a collaboration with uh, with the Android Basha, which I ended up making it into his uh, bloopers of 2020 because we sat in his room at the hotel at the, in Vegas and we couldn't just get it right. Like it, if there was... A, um, if there ever is a situation where you wanted things to work and when you wanted them to work, they didn't work, and I'm sure you guys can relate to that, uh, that was the situation that happened with us last year. So it was a big, uh, interesting concept. So we'll have to see. Um, 
So Greg is uh, jumping in. We're saying that T-Mobile uses uh, the band 2, 4, 5, 12, 17, 66, and 71 here in the U.S. That's true. Uh, and they also use them dep uh, differently depending on the area that you're in. They may not have all of these bands in specific areas. So some areas they may have more. Um, AT&T typically has more bands, but they don't support, if I'm not mistaken, Greg, you can correct me. I don't think they support 66 or 71. One of those two, AT&T does not support because they share towers, just for reference, T-Mobile and AT&T. Um, here. Oh, I think Davin is jumping back with, uh, with Joe. Uh, Davin, the Galaxy S9 updated to Android 11. Oh, Davin, uh, will the Galaxy S9 uh, Plus uh, get the update to Android even? So the S9 Plus came out with Android. There, There's a slim chance. And if it does get it, uh, Samrat, I think it's probably going to be coming out very late if it gets it. That's the thing. I, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but the reality at the end of the day for what you have, I think Android 10 is still quite like a really good feature. Uh, you have decks, you have uh, stereo speakers. Like I said, there's a lot of good things going on with the S9 Plus. Uh, it's a great phone for what it offers. And you have a headphone jack, which is just to say is a big one up on what's coming up in 2021. Um, Hey, TK, uh, really enjoying the TickWatch Pro. Dude, congrats, congrats. So everybody, if you guys haven't had a chance to remember, uh, this is Rupak Ch uh, Chanda. Uh, he was the winner of the TickWatch Pro that we did a giveaway not that long ago with uh, Mobvoi. And um, after some back and forth and, and some, uh, let's just say things worked out. Let's just put it there. Um, I'm, I'm really happy that you're enjoying it, man. And thank you for jumping in on the chat. Uh, and congrats, congrats again for, for winning. And uh, again, thank you to Mobvoi for sponsoring that one. That was a really nice uh, thing that they were able to do. And they were very helpful also to try to work out some of the um, some of the hiccups that we had along, along the way to get uh, Rupat, uh, his, uh, his, his actual prize. Thank you. Thanks, man. Um, It may be, yeah, I, I, I really, I want to say that, that, yeah, I think Davin is probably, probably jumping in. I think for the most part, it'll probably be stuck to Android 10, but I don't think Android 10 is a bad decision or a bad place to be in. As long as you're getting security patch updates considerably, reasonably, I think you should be fine. Um, but if you're looking for something with Android 10, I honestly would pick up an S10. I think the S9 may be that cutoff. The S10 will definitely get it. So definitely jump on on that bandwagon. It shouldn't be that much more at this point. Uh, let me see here. Da, da, da. Oh, the Oppo F15. The F15 is actually not bad. Not bad. I think that's a good that's a good choice. Uh, oh, Matt. Yes. So let's talk a little bit more about the Find X3. So Matt's jumping back. Thank you for for circling back with that one. We did talk a little bit about that at the beginning, somewhere in the beginning, between me trying to go outside and talk to Juan and make it look like I was casually walking and he was casually jumping. Anyways, doesn't matter. Bad acting aside. Um, Let's talk about it. If you haven't had it already, uh, what do you think of the design? Uh, we know it will uh, it will be a good, powerful phone for sure. Um, and I like, uh, and I kind of like it. Um, it's unique after the Find X2 Pro, uh, and I want to and want to basically try out the Find X3 Pro. So, um, I've used Find X devices. I've used the Find line of devices for some time. Uh, the Find uh, the Find line of devices has always been that innovative and new new technology. Uh, from the leaks that we've seen, I can say that I, it, definitely the design is changing. I don't think it's going to look like this. I'm hoping that they'll have an option with vegan leather. I'm, I'm still hoping that they still go that route uh, because I feel like this was one of the more unique features that I think a lot of people enjoyed. Uh, the color is very nice. It's very nice. Uh, it's basically just so unique that just it stands out by itself. Vegan leather on a smartphone, very unique. Um, I think overall, 
the improvement the improvements on the display in the front from what we're think what we're hopefully going to be seeing with the 10-bit color is going to be really nice to see the camera performance is always going to be on par still one of my favorite cameras to use on a smartphone either be it front facing or back facing camera it's always going to really perform quite well uh, and I think Oppo, of course, with ColorOS 11 has done a lot of optimization. So the Find X3 and the Find X3 Pro, whenever they do come out on the market, I feel like they're definitely going to be powerful and provide us a really, like it's a step-up experience that we normally expect from Oppo. Um, now, when, as far as basically, you know, are I looking forward to it? Absolutely. Do Unfortunately, don't have more information as to when that's going to be out. So the some of the leaks we've seen obviously have talked about the new camera sensor setup in the back that's going to be more square as opposed to more of the the long format so we'll have to see if that kind of comes up but i'm as excited as you are man you and i both have had uh matt and i both have had the access to to play with the find x series and i think he had access to two different versions of it at one point because he kind of bought and sold and bought and sold again um for me it's been mostly just the orange the the orange color here and uh since the find since the color os 11 update to it it has basically rechanged the experience. It's so much faster, fluid, uh, optimizations on the battery savings. And of course, the fact that we have a fast charger doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to kill the battery faster. So there, there's some optimizations within ColorOS 11 that allow it to not charge 100% overnight if you like to charge your phone overnight um, and just basically keep it ready for you to go to 100%. Although I still recommend if you're going to keep a phone for the for a long, long time, uh, don't let it sit at 100% on a charger and don't let it die. Uh, keep it between that 15, 10 to 15%, all the way to 85 to 90%. And that you're always going to be, uh, you'll keep the battery health much better and it'll last longer. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe, said, Joe, said, uh, Joe, saying, I still want the Find X2 Pro, and I think it, it's a great phone. Uh, they're they're very nice, and they were very very powerful even at the beginning of 2020, uh, 2021. Uh, my only thing about it right now is that the fact that it just does not get 5G in the U.S. So there's even if there is a 5G model of Apple phones, they typically don't work in the U.S. as 5G devices. So that's about the only thing, um, and we'll have to see how they kind of go from there. Let's see here. Uh, Dude, I pre anytime, man. I appreciate your uh, your. I, I appreciate you jumping in on the chat. I'm also appreciative of the fact that you're hanging out with us and talking. Uh, but you know, it's one of those things. I want to you know, time to jump in. Um, ah, so here, uh, Rolando saying says T-Mobile doesn't use 17 and 29. AT&T doesn't use 71. I think that's what it was. I remember, it was more of the higher end. Um, and 17. Um, I, I want to say 17 does actually in the in my area at least. I remember 17 is one of the bands that they use in in at least in California. I'm not sure if it's different in different states, but at least that's what we have. Um, here, uh, Daniel Daniel saying so. Daniel's jumping in uh, back is not not sure. 3500 is not a big and it's not big nowadays. And since the model from almost three years ago, you must have to replace the battery on the S9. So uh, Daniel's jumping back with some uh, for Samrat's question on the S9 Plus. Uh, there is a possibility. Yeah, you're right. The battery at this point it will probably have suffered some type of degradation over time. Um, it shouldn't be in a situation where it's non-usable. I think, at least in in my experience, again, I have a family member that uses it. Um, the end, of, they they probably will. If you're able to change the battery, I think it's realistic. Um, I probably I will say, if you're going to get a device at the S S nine plus, move it up a little bit to the S ten plus or the S ten, whichever version that you decide to pick. It there's the S ten E two that was never succeeded. Um, not it succeeded, but it was never there was never a successor to it. Um, 
you'll probably get a little bit better experience and obviously the upgraded internals for to, to the 855 as opposed to the 8. If I'm not mistaken, it's the 845 um, on the S9 Plus. Not a big difference, but again, I'm assuming for whatever price you're getting, you're getting a great deal. So just keep that in mind that you're getting that great deal because it's a device that that has had that has been around for some time. Uh, it's not that it won't perform well. It's just you have to kind of or the other thing you can also do just for reference is maybe get a battery case with it. That those are pretty uh, reasonably priced. That will also help you with the battery life. Uh, Oh, Oliver is jumping in with the, I'm trying to keep my Surface Duo for a long time. So I keep on, so keep an eye up on battery percentage. I mean, um, it was 1,700 euros, uh, definitely due to the import tax as well here in Sweden. Always, always, that's one thing that we want to keep in mind is battery life and battery health. That's it's something that I feel like a lot of companies are not really focusing much on. Sony did a great job with the HS power control functionality. I see ColorOS implementing some options in there as well with bringing in more battery functionalities to help us save the battery. But yes, there's no reason to put a phone on a charger overnight. Our phones are not designed to be that way. I realize it's a habit that we've probably had for, for the longest time when smartphones first came out, where people would literally leave them plugged in. Once your device is 100%, take it off the charge and let it deplete. Let the battery go down. I do not leave my phone on this. A typical day for me on an average use is on whichever phone I'm using. And I, and I need the phone to be able to get through that for it to qualify for me as a device that makes sense. I need to basically say, look, if I start my day at about 6 a.m. in the morning and I'm at 100%, I want my phone to last me till the next day with some battery left to go. Um on that same charge. And that's how my, my, my Z Fold uh, does the same. My uh, Find X3 Pro will do the same. And whichever phone I use, if it doesn't meet that, that's one of the things I like to point out. And then what happens is by the next morning when I wake up, typically around like five o'clock or so, that's when I put my phone on the charger and I charge it up and it's usually 100% again by 6 a.m. and I start over the process. If I happen to be in a situation where I have to leave early, let's say I need to go and I don't have a way of basically uh, charging it again and getting out the door, I still have about roughly 15 to, uh, you know, 15 to 20, I think, depending on the day. Typically, it's between somewhere between 15 to 30% left on the battery that should be able to carry me till I'm able to get to a charger. So those are the things that you typically want to look at at your smartphone. You don't want to get it to where it's dead, and you don't want to get it where it just sits there at 100%. Uh, that's the reason why the charger on or the software implementation on ColorOS 11 charges it up to 80% and lets it sit waiting till when it knows you're going to wake up, and then it gives that last push to 100% so that when you take it off the charger, you're 100, but it wasn't sitting at 100 all night. So we'll see. Uh, uh, okay, uh, were you getting 5G on the Find X2 Pro TK? Oops, sorry, let me jump back in here. Uh, no, no, I did not get 5G. No, uh, I basically get 4G LTE. That's pretty much what I was getting. Um, most smartphones, there's the debate into what really is 5G and what is 4G. Um, in the US, T-Mobile, sorry, take that back. AT&T likes to do that 5G E thing, that little whatever E means, uh, excellence or whatever. Um, and it's, that's still technically 4G LTE. T-Mobile does it slightly differently. T-Mobile will, will push a logo on your phone and it says 5G and I'm, I'm looking at it. I see my Poco that says 5G and I'm like, okay, this this is perfect. Um, you know, my Redmi Note 9T, the same thing. Um, but at the end of the day, when you run a speed test, and you're connected to the towers and you're running a speed test, you can look into the speed test and see if it's actually connecting at LTE or if it's connecting at 5G. More so than not, most of my devices that I'm running, even with the ones that are 5G certified to work in the US on T-Mobile or, or AT&T, um, don't really run 5G all the time. So 
at the end of the day, no, I don't have it. Speeds though are very nice. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think hold on, I think I should have. Uh, let me see here. I think I, I what I'm trying to say is I have my speed test app here, yep, of course. And allow. Yes, I know. Here results. Um, yeah, 55 down, 13 up. I, I average speed on the Find X2 Pro. It's not it's not a bad connection. It's not a bad service to start with or to use. Uh, I I don't have a way of realizing GPS services work great. Uh, Android gets updated. All of the stuff. Um, favorite CES uh, favorite CES unbox uh, announcement. Whoa. Okay. Um, it's gonna be cheesy. It's gonna be weird. But it was Project Hazel. I don't know why. I don't know why. I know it's not tech. I mean, it is tech per se. But it was my favorite one because. It it's weird, but like it, it it's it's a piece of tech that really for me answered 2021's question of what can we do with tech in 2021 to help us improve our lives when in if we are what we have right now from 2020 because 2020 had a lot of baggage right we have a lot of things that are coming with us from 2020 so when we come into 2021 what can we do to make our lives better and I felt like Project Hazel the face mask from from Razor was a direct connection there. Uh, when I saw a lot of the performances, a lot of the uh, announcement that we saw in there, I mean, we knew there was going to be new TVs. That's a given. That's typically when we see that. Uh, we saw announcements of new smartphones, of course, the rollable and all of that. And those are very exciting. But if I had to kind of just say kind of like the, the one thing that kind of sticks to my mind when I think of 2021, I have to say that it's the mon it's basically the Project Hazel. In 2020, it was literally this monitor that's behind me that I waited for almost seven months before I was able to get it. And there was the whole debacle with the panels and the whole bunch of stuff going on. It, those are the things that kind of stick with you. There obviously is a lot of winners. There's a lot of announcements going on. But that's the thing that jumps to my mind. I'm not saying that nothing else, none of the other ones were great. Uh, thank you, Chandra. Thank you for the sub, for the sub, man. Always, always appreciate it. Uh, and and with everybody watching the show, it's always appreciated when you guys, uh, you know, obviously like and subscribe. I typically say that at the end of the show, but it, it is always appreciated. And I love your support. And again, without your support, the show wouldn't be where it is today. And we wouldn't be doing episode 54, obviously, on my 45th birthday, which is 54 backwards. But anyways, that's I appreciate it. Always, always appreciate it, man. Uh, Davin is jumping back in with ATK. Uh, uh, Juan always talks about uh, carrying. Oh, carrying. Okay, um, carrying over the ears. Do you use uh, blue light filters when you're using your devices to protect your eyes? I have my blue light filter turned on at exactly 9 p.m. on any device that supports a scheduled turn on for blue light filter. I turn that on. It's a big problem for us these days. What we typically do is we go into our beds. We're taking our smartphones with us, and we sit with our smartphone, with the blue light filter, not even access if you have that option. And don't realize why we have, we were not able to get good night's sleeps or we're staying up later and so on. So typical, yes, I'm a big proponent of, of using blue light filter turns on. It it uh, doesn't really change too much. You adjust to it the first couple of times when you notice it because of the difference in tone. Uh, but I do notice it that, let's say if I wake up around five o'clock, if I, for some reason I wake up like a few minutes before then, and I jump on my phone, I'm checking my emails, I see it turned off and I see the colors brightness kind of go back to normal colors. So uh, definitely, if you have that feature, set it up, use it. There's no reason why not to use it. Uh, I don't I don't use it consistently. I use it mostly at night because uh, it typically attributes to just bad experience of trying to fall asleep or even staying, uh, you know, going to sleep in the first place. So uh, yeah, I'm, I am with Juan on that one. It's a very, very, very nice one. Uh, oh, Oliver's jumping in is I used to use the Sony Xperia Z1 and the Z1. Um, and it has, uh, it does, 
sorry yeah uh, it had the uh the landscape dock uh, yes uh, and i watched so many movies uh on that in bed and um it, oh and the battery took a hit for and then definitely battery took it well yes the the, the that's the concern that's the type of tech and i think we really we really need to get better tech, better battery, better storage battery uh, tech into our smartphones because we're forcing, we're, we're trying to get into the innovations or we're seeing innovations from companies. But when you start looking at it at the end of the day, um, at some point we need to just shift over. We need to get into better tech. But I agree, it's a it's a great phone. Sony makes amazing phone. Uh, I have somewhere here on the wall, uh, the original Sony Xperia's, uh, not Sony Z, the original Z that came out in the US. Uh, Oliver, I did it didn't it did last me four years, so that for sure it's a winner there. Uh, uh, Mark said, uh, Saade, I'm not sure if I missed the question. Sorry, let me see if I can scroll back real quick. Uh, here, okay, Mark. Uh, so, uh, Mark's asking, you thought it, um, what, uh, Okay, would I take the S21 or the S20 Ultra? And thank you for answering. So right now, I would probably say that depending on the budget that you're looking into, the S20 Ultra is a very capable device. The camera performance on the S21 Ultra has not been proven yet. We've seen pictures taken from uh, the device. We've seen things posted on social media. It hasn't been done yet. We'll probably won't see those things till a little bit later on. From a just sheer horsepower performance, I think the S20 has some things that the S21 does not have. SD card support, uh, larger, sorry, not larger, very faster charging battery at 45 watts. Uh, we also have MST for the Samsung Pay. If you use Samsung Pay, just for reference, if you don't, then this may not even be an issue. Um, but in the US, we don't have a true adoption yet for full contactless payment. I know in Europe, it's much bigger. I, uh, I remember when you used to and basically, NFC is literally everywhere. People use it to pay for the metro, all of that stuff. Um, so in the US, MST has been a very big uh, big factor for us because at the end of the day, when you go to a, a retailer that does not accept contactless payment and you want to pay with your phone, that was the only option that worked. Samsung was literally the only manufacturer that made it. I think if I'm not mistaken, um, LG did support that a couple in, in some of their devices. But for the, for the answer is, I think when you go to a store and you say, I have a Samsung, they were fine. That at least my, my, my current store does it. Um, if you're comparing the two devices just purely on performance, there really isn't going to be that much of a difference other than whatever implementations and improvements they've done with the laser autofocusing system and the, of course, the telephoto, the new lens uh, configuration that they have. There's dual telephotos, there's the 108 megapixel sensor. A lot of that stuff obviously needs to resonate into what you're looking for. Um, if you're considering the S20 and the S21, I think the S20 is a better buy based on what I know so far of the current system because I feel like you get more and it's still very powerful and the performance won't even be in it. I don't even think you can see the difference or feel the difference in performance between the S20 and the S21. They're very fast chipsets. The 865 is a very powerful chipset and the 888 as well is as well in that system. Um uh, Sophia saying is, I love this dude. I love his calming voice. I appreciate it. I, I really appreciate it. I try to I, I try to keep it <laughs> as consistent as possible. Uh, but at the end of the day, yeah, no, it's it's a, it's just you know we're hanging out, we're kicking it, we're 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 talking with all of our friends. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, I think Greg that jumped out with that one. Let me see here. Uh, thanks, Davin, for the suggestion. Oh, I think I went too far back. Yes, I went too far back. Oh, that's right, because I was looking for Mark's uh, Mark's question. 
Oh, you reposted it. Thank you very much, though. I, uh, da, da, da. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Dude, you guys are great. It is. Uh, it's. Uh, we're almost at the two-hour mark. Let's go ahead and shift it over. Uh, so, for reference, for anybody that's new, anybody that hasn't been part of our show or hasn't joined us before, um, at about the two-hour mark, because the show usually runs for about two hours, at about the one forty-five to uh, an hour and fifty minutes, um, everybody jumps in with a nice little uh, hashtag TKception. It's the Inception video or some type of a show thing that we do here that we always like to do. So if you haven't seen it before, you're noticing some of the comments in the chat talking about those. That's what that is. Uh, drop me one of yours, and we'll start featuring your comments right here on the show. Uh, and then that's usually my biggest signal into kind of trying to capture and summarizing the show itself. So we're going to start off by, let me see here. Where did we see the first one? I see Davin. Da, da, da. And here we are. Aditya. Oh, Davin jumped in with this one. I think T uh, uh, Davin was the first one. So let's go ahead. We'll do Davin first. Aditya, I think it's time for the, it's the time of part, that time of the show, dude. Always, always, always uh, amazing, amazing thing. So let's go ahead and do that here. We're going to start it off with one, two, three and go <laughs> i have to time it better so we have right there thank you very much to davin davis for joining us and hanging out with us of course on the show aditya as usual benedict cumberbatch all the way tkception tkr bay as usual um and of course, Greg, as always, uh, make sure you, if you guys are looking into modding and roming and things and getting your devices uh, late, running later, uh, more longer lives, I think Greg's doing some nice work with high on Android uh, going on. So definitely make sure to check it out. Uh, and uh, let me jump here. Oh, Joe's jumping with it here. <laughs> Hashtag TKception. Happy birthday, TKRB. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it turned around the other way. The birthday, the birthday balloon, which. Um, uh, somehow healing is leaking. I'm pretty sure. We'll have to see how that goes. Uh, Davin Davis again, uh, another one. Uh, <laughs> mobile TK in 2021. You know, it may we may end up doing so. I I, I really like how that works. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, TK Bay, TK the man. Uh, with that being said, as usual, I think there's a lot you can see right there. Chemi is jumping back with that as well. TK here, <laughs> happy birthday. I'm like everybody's in there. Oh, Scott is in there as well. Hey, man, always, always that Scott is my beer doppelganger with the minus the glass because his is literally the opposite configuration. Always, always. I love that thumbnail, man. Um, it's been a, it's been an interesting week. There's a lot of things that came out. There's a lot of news that came out uh, on tech. Uh, obviously, the announcement with the new line of devices from Samsung. There's a lot of things to cover. And as Juan kind of mentioned it at the beginning when we did that nice little ca uh, scheduled cameo, I would say, um, it was very nice to, to be able to try out a mobile setup, uh, see how that works. Uh, and of course, to see how things go with that. Uh, a lot of people were hanging out with us today. You guys were always there. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Next week's going to be a little bit kind of going back into the normal uh, swing of things and trying to get back into normal production. Uh, and um, I, just for, for reference, though, for the for the comment on the Arabic channel, I do want to start doing more live streaming. I feel like live streaming, even both on Arabic and on English, is going to work well. Um, I'm upgrading the Internet just to kind of get things running and getting things a little bit more consistent on the performance here in the office. And, of course, making things so that I don't have those little spinning loops every once in a while because that happened, I think, once or maybe twice with Juan on Thursday. And I and I don't want to see that anymore. Um, Mark, thank you again. Uh, always, uh, Gabriel, uh, uh, Gabriel uh, Paraza, sorry, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel uh, Paraza. Sorry, hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Uh, oh, no, Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel Sp uh, Sparza. See, got it. 
and make sure you check out Sam and Matt on the Cross the Podcast for tomorrow, as well as on uh, Monday, of course, with Juan Carlos while on his show. And we'll be back next week. There'll be a lot more content going on. Um, I am basically looking forward to seeing some of the things that are going to come out in the next few weeks. We're going to start seeing some more uh, new tech. Um, I'm, I'm waiting to see when Xiaomi the Mi 11 is going to be going global to start seeing more implementations there. Um, also, so there's going to be some more. I mean, CES is done, but announcements are not. And uh, obviously, we're going to see some more. There were some rumors talking about LG going on over on the on the interwebs, and then kind of LG kind of closed that up. So I'm hoping all of that kind of became more with the wind. Um, but with that being said, Thank you very much to, for everybody. Thank you to Matt. Thank you to Mark, uh, Daniel, uh, Unbox Mania, of course. Chemi in there. Uh, El, uh, El Josa, I think, was in there. Aditya is in there. Chemi's in there. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, oh yeah, Joe was in there. Oliver was in there as well. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. I'm actually going through the list right now. Uh, Greg, as usual, Rolando's in there as well. Um, and if I'm not, I, I want to say, oh, Philip was in there as well. Uh, G Space is worth installing. Uh, sorry, Philip. I didn't get a chance to so do me a favor, Philip uh, Richardson. If you don't mind hit, hitting me up on uh, on Twitter, we'll we'll definitely try to talk a little bit more there. Uh, Sarmat was in there. Davin, of course, as well. Um, uh, I think I mentioned Mark. Daniel was in there as well. If I'm uh, where is it? I think I think I, I almost hit everything. I, we got everybody in there. If I forgot your name, I do apologize. I'm hoping that we are uh, we will get a chance to talk again next week. Uh, like and subscribe as usual. Thank you very much for the support and. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to talk to somebody, if you have a friend, a family member you haven't connected with for some time, connect with them, say hi. It always is appreciated to hear from somebody you haven't spoken to forever. Um, I myself connected with a high school friend that I haven't talked to for, I've been seen in many years and we're trying to work out a, a nice little get together, a socially distant or socially distant uh, experience, hopefully in the near future. Um, thank you for all the birthday wishes. I was very happy to be able to spend some of that time with you guys. And of course, we'll be spending the rest of the day with the fam. Uh, and with that being said, take care, like, and subscribe, be safe. And I'll see you guys next week.